0: Meeting for Monday, June 26, 2017, the order. Let uh, the record show that the meeting started at three minutes after 5 p.m. Um, uh, Council should have an agenda in front of them. Are there any additions to be made? Yeah. Any petition has an addition they wanna walk on? There is your worship. Um,
1: It is a um, enabling motion um, for council to uh, uh, be able to greet the uh, ministers, federal and provincial ministers that are
0: here on July 7th. Okay. So that's new business? Uh, That's correct. (coughs) Okay. Did we, um, along those lines, did we uh, make a decision on the on the July 14th Peace River Museum, Archives of Mackenzie Center uh, 50th anniversary celebration. Can we make a decision on that?
2: might be in the minutes. Uh-huh.
0: My recollection, we did, but I'm trying to think okay. of the results. Or did we hold off on it to, to determine if we are going to buy a table or not?
2: Yes. But was not purchasing a table. Okay, perfect. It's in the minutes. Motion
0: 1706
2: 15 Okay, uh, could you read that motion? Uh, Deputy Mayor Manzer Deputy Mayor Manzer moved that the Town of Peace River Council be enabled to attend the Museum Gala on June 14th, 2017 in recognition of the Museum's 50th anniversary. Motion carried.
0: Okay, I have a letter in front of us uh, they're looking for a, a little speech from the uh, from the mayor. I'm not sure if I'll be here on July 14th. Will you be here, Deputy Mayor? No, sorry, I won't. Okay, we'll uh, we'll find someone one way or another. So uh, we'll we'll just deal with that off off the agenda in terms of. Okay, uh, are there any deletions? Okay, are there any
1: deletions to be uh? No deletions, Your Worship.
0: So if I could get an adoption of the agenda.
3: I'll move the agenda, Your Worship. Okay, all in favor.
0: Um, that should uh, take us to the minutes of the June 12th, 2017, regular meeting of council. Uh, Are there any uh, changes required to the minutes that were presented?
4: I would accept the meetings
5: as pre- or the minutes already
0: as presented. All in favor? Thanks for breaking the silence. <laughs> are there any uh, public hearings, Mr. Town? There are not your wisher. Um and and right on time for our presentations, we have the Peace Regional Business Action Group. Ms. Is, is, is Hill, please come forward.
6: Okay, so I'm gonna to be totally honest. I didn't know I was supposed to do a presentation because I'm unfamiliar with, the, I know I did one last year. Yeah, you want me up there, don't you? I mean, the way we did things last year, I had to do a presentation to council in order to uh, apply for a grant but you've changed procedure where you apply quarterly. So I'm not sure, has everybody read everything that was submitted?
0: Well, um, yeah, I suppose there's a bit of a mix up there. This is just an opportunity for you to, uh, what we have is Peace Regional Business Action Group who Sherry Hillman will present an outline of the proposed Mighty Peace Street Festival event So I'm assuming you don't have a
6: PowerPoint (laughs) presentation. No, I can draw pictures. Um, We're proposing to do the same thing as last year, the same weekend, but it would be 18th, 19th, so the Friday, Saturday. So um, our application again is asking that we can close off the parking lot behind Royal Bank CIBC as of noon on the Thursday, like we did last year. Then we get it opened up sometime on the Sunday after we've broken everything down, because our event runs all day Friday, all day Saturday. Um, same with the two side streets that we got to close off last year. And then we used the parking lot that, had, that gets us the old S.O. parking lot there where the wrought iron is. Um, this year we're growing and wanted to use the sands. Um, now some things have come up since I've put in my application. I have been informed that even though several years ago uh, non-profit groups were told they had to get a business license, and if they have that said business license, vendors who come to their events can be under that umbrella. But I was recently informed that you will not allow that anymore. and Is that true?
1: No, it's my uh, it's my belief, and we actually discussed this with another event is um, that businesses, multiple businesses, can be under your umbrella. Um, the amount may have changed a little bit, but we are still allowing um, one license under an umbrella to take effect for all the individual vendors there.
6: So where would that information be so I know what the cap is? Because I didn't even know there was a said cap before. It's all new to me until the bylaw officer came to visit me.
1: If you want to get in touch with myself tomorrow, we can
6: have a discussion. Is there a reason why we weren't informed ahead of time or that things have changed? I'm just surprised when things get changed like that, that people that have applied before wouldn't at least get some kind of notice to deal with it within their budgets so are we talking a change in methodology or
1: change in an amount
6: both okay
1: because again um, and I'm not sure what you were told it's my understanding is there's no change in the way that we're doing this so again we'll allow one license which is an umbrella mm-hmm. um, and I'm not sure what the uh, law enforcement officer would have told you about an amount so that's something we could talk about maybe tomorrow um,
6: and will it allow people from if they come from B.C. I'd
1: have to talk to what the bylaw enforcement officers.
6: Because um, I have to say, I'm feeling really almost sick to my stomach at the moment at the thought that we're this council is creating new bylaws and procedures that are making it harder and harder. For nonprofits to hold events like myself, Peace Fest, and everybody else, boat shows, et cetera, to bring revenue into this town. We don't profit from it. You know, if you're looking at what we charge for vendors, and you can attest to this, we're not getting wealthy on the fees that we charge for vendors. We have fees, insurance, inspections, rentals. There's no money at the end of the day when it's over. Yes, Soren
7: one thing that i can uh, that i can speak to in regards to the way the business license works is our group just did this is the like uh, mr talent said that procedure hasn't really changed but the, the the dollar value may have gone up a little bit but to my understanding and it's with our group as well we we paid our business license fees and that operates under that umbrella. are you paying any more on top of that Nope, just the one business license okay. covers. Uh, is, does does that umbrella? But the question about an out of province vendor, that one, Mr. Town would have to talk to, talk about because I don't think we have any vendors coming from
1: from province. So, are we just talking about business licenses right now, or a whole yeah. bunch of
6: in-kind services? At well, the next one is. I was informed that you're now charging a fee for closing off streets. I'm not familiar with that. I'd have to look into that also. Cause yes, I wasn't charged last year to close off the streets, but I was curious if that's going to be a cost for us this year. Because, like I said, I called you earlier, Mr. Mayor, about the boat show, because they were having some issues and initially wanted to close off the street like I do between <laughs> Scotiabank and um, and River City Cinema, that street there like we used last year, and they were told they'd have to pay $700 to close the street. I, I can't imagine that's something that we would charge for. So is our bylaw officer not working in conjunction with what's in effect? Like, I, I mean it's scaring me whether to go ahead with this and whether I can pay the fee- fees if there's new fees. Well, why don't you just go talk to Mr. Town
0: tomorrow and sort it out. So you're not actually speaking to your, uh, your IDP street festival here. So we're getting down in the weeds right So uh no, but
6: I'm looking at because what I've applied for, I don't know if it's gonna be extra costs that I didn't incur last year is what I'm asking. Right, and we're not the people to ask that question to So Mr. Town
0: is the person to ask that question to He doesn't have the answers, but he'll have the answers tomorrow. And he'll have the resources to uh, to call people in tomorrow when his office who can answer that question. So aren't you answering my application this evening? We are answering your application for your for your grants for groups. Yeah.
6: And then, what about all the other things that we asked for between road closures and barricades and things like that? Is that addressed this evening or at a later date? We'll
0: uh, when we get to your uh, get to your item, I usually will be asking those questions.
6: On administration. Okay because, and, and, sorry, it's just concerns, when I'm hearing that I've got more fees and we're just, you know, we're barely, I mean, we're all struggling, you know, to make sure that things happen and still get executed this year because there's a lot of interest in it. Um, at this time, should I be asking about any parts of this or are you going to bring them up? Well, I, so you
0: asked for a $5,000 grant. And so it was reviewed by administrative staff and I'm skipping ahead here. You, you can, can skip ahead. Me. Their recommendation
6: is to provide you two thousand. Is that cash or like last year where we were given so much money, but also you minus in lieu of labor? So that would be you would
0: get two thousand dollars cash, and if you need in kind services, you would pay that with the two thousand. That's generally how it works. Uh, If there's some Particular reason why that will work, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Town can uh, come to the next council meeting and, and discuss the issues with us,
6: and you can discuss the issues as well. Okay. Yeah, I'm not. I'm just trying to remember. There were some fees. My
0: understanding also is, you, did you
6: uh, did you provide a budget when you were? Uh, on talked about uh, <laughs> I mean, um, on the revenue and expenditures on the revenue and expenditures, sorry I mean it's still ongoing because we have no real base we do this totally by, you know, we make it bigger and better the more donations we get, so it's like last year, two weeks before we got the money to have kids activities, so if the money comes in it goes right back out
0: well, I'll tell you what, uh, we'll, um, you know, uh, you don't really have a presentation for us, but what we'll do is we'll go through the bylaws and then we'll go through unfinished business and then we uh, deal with the grants groups and we listen to what administration has to say. We'll go through all of those because they all come out of the same pot of money and then we make a determination after that uh, as to uh, where the dollar dollars go and uh, we'll give you an opportunity to
6: uh to answer any questions or make comments at that time could i ask one more question yeah um i'm here we asked about using the sands parking lot but i've been informed that if we do set up there we will be moved along and that i need to get in touch with the building owner personally and the idea was we're trying to grow this year if we were going to set up a tent and have um the farmers market outdoors for two days when you
0: talked to the bylaw enforcement officer today he must have got on the wrong
6: side of the bed this
0: morning it wasn't today
6: (laughs) okay i'm just checking because i i mean farmers market is waiting for me to call them tonight I'm kind of hanging not knowing
0: well, whether <laughs> well i can tell you this the sand store isn't our property yeah it's what it isn't our property correct so so would we turn a blind eye i don't think you can
6: i don't think it's fair to ask me that question at had a council no what i'm asking is if, okay, if there's a bylaw that would force me off <coughs> there it's private property i mean yeah. if you don't have consent of the landowner to be there what makes you think you can go there? Well, I'm sorry that it seems like I am being a pompous ass for thinking so, but when I have to look at that eyesore for six years, we might as well do something beneficial with it. Just saying.
0: I mean, it is private property, and you should be talking to the landlord. I will do my best to do so. Although, having said that, I don't think the bylaw enforcement officer would would do anything unless he got a complaint directly from the government off private uh, business owner but that's not uh that's not my call it. okay uh, i will regulate
6: myself back
0: to the background thanks okay uh that'll take us to uh president uh to uh Bylaws, there's a request for a decision regarding bylaw 2002, issuance of the venture for the Peace Regional Recreation Center.
1: I'll speak to this one, Your Worship. So before council, is a request for first reading for bylaw 2002, issuance of the venture for the Peace Regional Recreation Center. Um, And per the um, approved budget that council approved back in in January. Um, the town is showing a potential uh, debenture amount of $9.45 million um, for the recreation center. Um, so we're looking for a first reading for this. And this is, you know, based on um, budgeted uh, funding at the time. So we expect to uh, receive a considerable amount of external funding, um, $8.1 million from our partners. Uh, Use of our own monies, which have been built into the existing tax rate other contributions um, through uh, community ventures, other corporations to To be able to fund this and there's still an opportunity to hopefully um, Extract um, other provincial or federal funding Um, Council recently secured Just over 1.4 million dollars from the joint capital fund as a funding item for this so Again, good, significant amount of, of external funding, um, but per the MGA Council's required to to um, uh, prepare the, the bylaw for this um, before the commencement of work. So just a quick um, breakdown on, on our current debt situation. Um, there is uh, a little bit more verbiage on this in our our budget book, which is available on on the website for those who are interested in in looking. It talks about the town's current debt capacity and (coughs) the um, debt capacity of our five-year program, which includes the recreation center, but all of the the projects of the town, and uh, the debt, whether it's water, wastewater, public works, other types of infrastructure. Um, And it would increase our, our debt capacity um from around just over 30 percent right now to about 57 uh, percent of our debt capacity again it's a large one-time jump Um, again this is anticipated to be the ceiling of the amount Um, and it's hoped that that's could be lowered if we could um uh, leverage or gain other funding um it's expected the the debenture will be over a 20-year period and the Payments of this, the capital um, amounts uh, to pay this off are actually incorporated within the existing budget. So there'd be no necessary tax rate impact um, so long as this council doesn't um, call it back amounts that they have in there for recreation uh, ventures right now. And once this is read for the first time, staff will prepare the required advertising to happen immediately. question and <clears throat> So
4: if, if we don't end up needing the 9.4, was it? or 450? Yeah. We don't have to change the bylaw every time we change that number, right? We can just, that's like a ceiling, right? We're yep. saying that we will borrow up to 9.450, yep. um, depending on how other funding sources pan out.
1: That's correct, and this is the ceiling. You know we don't expect this to be and we do expect it to be lower as um other funding sources are identified okay
4: and you did answer my other question which was the serv the debt servicing is already built into um the the um the budget as far as that mill rate increase that we discussed that's or right. that we've implemented what two and a half years ago or three years ago that's right okay perfect thanks Thank
3: I was suggesting that uh, I would put a motion on the floor, but if the mayor is still dealing with questions, let's deal with your questions. You can uh, you can put a motion on the floor. Or well, my a motion. Focus discussion. Well, all right then. My motion will be that that we, the town of Peace River, provide first reading to bylaw two zero zero two issuance of a debenture for the Peace Regional Recreation Center. Okay. Are, are there any
0: further uh, questions? We've been talking about this for several years. So okay. <laughs> okay. All in favor? <laughs> Not opposed? Uh, first reading. So, after uh, uh, first reading, it's for advertisement for two weeks, and then uh, we come back and uh, do, uh, do second and third reading. But that's correct. Okay. And you can do second and third
4: on the borrowing bylaw on the same evening if you have unanimous support, correct?
0: go to third or that's only being one two and three in one yeah if you have to do three in one okay okay so uh that takes us now to uh bylaw 2003 which amends bylaw 1891 the land use bylaw to change funeral to funeral services and you couldn't have done this last week when we put in emergency (laughs)
8: shelters (laughs) (laughs) Good evening, Your Mayor and Council. Uh, so, before you uh, is first reading of Bylaw 2003, amendment to the Land Use Bylaw 1891. And what this does is uh, it's a proposed bylaw to enable the placement of uh, a crematorium within an existing uh, funeral home, uh, which right now uh, isn't enabled under uh, the Land Use uh, Bylaw at this point in time. <coughs> So, uh, we've done a little bit of research on this and what other municipalities uh, kind of mm-hmm. have for definition of funeral crematorium definitions across the province to make sure you know we're tr- trying to be in overall compliance with uh, in general agreement with other municipalities that are doing in this regard. Uh, another thing that the administration has kind of uh, done a little bit of investigation on uh, the actual crematorium equipment that. Uh, this uh, would enable and making sure that you know concerns like emission standards are, are held and uh, things like CSA compliance are, are also upheld with whatever proposed equipment does come into play with this. So the options uh that uh, we're currently proposing is uh, provide first reading to bylaw 2003 amendment to the land use bylaw 1891. And it just allows council to consider the bylaw increases the diversity of uses enabled within the CR, the commercial residential district, and may support an increase in variety of services available to town uh at this point we saw no disadvantages or financial implications to this option two is to not provide first reading bylaw 2003 amendment to the land use bylaw 1891 uh at this point we saw no advantages and uh disadvantages does not uh, allow council council to consider the bylaw and no financial implications at this point in time so the council if, if, uh, if you've had the chance to, to read if you have any questions. So it's still discretionary, correct? Okay. And with
2: respect to um, parking spaces, that's a, an extra discuss- discussion to this. It would. Yeah.
9: Emissions? You, you mentioned emissions, so that the town would just go along with whatever the standards are for these kinds of?
8: Yeah, we would uh, go by whatever the provincial and federal regulations stipulate for crematoriums. And you don't sure know that what, the, like I'm assuming
9: it would be next to nil, right? It's basically that, that, gas. Yeah, gas yeah gas. and
8: these days, most of the crematoriums that they're putting in here are fairly clean emission. Uh, they're not like the old fly ash type
9: crematoriums. Like that's where people have yeah. What about
7: so, mercury emissions, or Is that your main concern? Mercury?
9: Is that Okay. So we have mercury in our water your worship that we need to worry about. No. That's what's gonna be.
2: So I would move, Mr. Mayor, to uh, first reading of bylaw two thousand and three, which is an amendment to the use bylaw number eighteen ninety-one. Okay, all in favor.
0: So I want to go for a second reading. Mm-hmm. Or we can't. Do we, do we need to advertise this one or what?
8: I would think we would uh, just due to the nature of the bylaw, I would think that we would need to advertise this one. Mm-hmm. To change from funeral home to funeral services. Okay. <laughs> Seems
0: like a least a good advertising noise. But anyhow. Okay. Uh, I take it there. There's no unfinished business, Mr. Town. There is not, Your Worship. And uh, so we're we're up for new business, and uh, we've got something like eight or not eight uh, grassy groups applications. Uh, Mr. Schram will go through those. Maybe I'll just ask people in the gallery if, if they represent one or more groups uh, that are requesting a grant. So Ms. Woods, you're...
10: Me and Ms. George are uh, with Peace Fest um, for Air Cadets. Okay, Everybody Air Cadets.
0: And... Well, you get a check mark just for showing
5: up. <laughs> <laughs> and behind you, I, I don't Hi. think I know your name.
11: Uh, Tamara Wilcox. With oh,
0: wait, Ms. Miles. Mm. Oh, okay. Ms. Ron Miles. Okay. And uh, Ms. Sherry Helton, we, we know who you are. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> Very good. So, uh, yeah, that'll be... Uh, okay, uh, <clears throat> Mr. Schramm, um, we'll go through each of them. You'll make your recommendation, and then we'll uh, discuss them as a group. Because what, uh, how much money is left in grants for groups, and how much are we, and when we break it out into four quarters, how much would that work out to per quarter? So how much is left altogether? Because we still have the discretion to uh, dip into other other uh, quarters. Right. I don't have that spreadsheet with me
12: tonight, but in your packages uh, to each of the applications is a summary of what has been spent thus far. Right. Okay. Um, and I believe
0: that it's it's a fifty thousand dollar. It's definitely dollars a quarter. Right. So that again is twelve
4: twelve five technically per quarter. Okay. But and I've
2: I added up the recommendations, and they're less than twelve five if we go oh. with the
0: recommendations. If my mouth is okay. correct. Okay, Peace Country Sports Club is the first one in the queue. Uh, this piece, uh,
12: this piece. The Peace Country Sports Club is uh, requesting uh, $8,516 to uh, help them through the summer months for their operating costs. Um, they've received a grant from the County of Northern Lights, but this grant is be used towards um, capital, capital projects. Um, The current um, policy or uh, for the grants group is that council does not um, provide operating funding for organizations that they only um, provide funding for activities and events Mm -hmm. that are hosted by uh, local uh, groups. So it's it's, um, administration's uh, recommendation that no funding be provided to the Peace Country Sports Club. Uh, as I stated earlier that uh, the Grants group is uh, set up to support requests of single events or activities and not providing operating funding.
0: Okay and the next one on the list is the Air Cadet Squadron Uh, The Air Cadet Squadron is requesting a $5,000 grant uh,
12: in support of their um, activities at at PeaceFest. They're running a concession concession stand as well as a small uh, children's carnival. And funds raised will go towards um, Air Cadet activities. Um, Recommendation from administration is that Council provides $1,500 to the peace rear cadet squadron 124 this level funding would be consistent with funding provided to similar activities in the past okay and they requested five
2: can we uh, can we ask questions at this point yeah. um so on the budget that's provided it looks like the only income is the grant possibility is income that mustn't really be the case
12: because that's what all I received yeah. uh, was the granddaddy. I'm wondering if the food is being sold
2: at a, hopefully a profit margin. Um,
10: we we weren't sure what to put down, but what we really want to use it for is street performers. Not so much the concession. I've talked to the air cadet groups and we're gonna fund that ourselves. Uh, we want to we don't have funds for uh, performers right now. So we did get some sponsorship from Northern Air and from Chapel Memories, which got us the bouncy houses and whatnot, and to help put up the little carnival portion of twelve games. But we, we have a stage, we have musicians, but we don't have anything for um, the free stuff for people to come in. Like we want street performers, balloon artists, and they're about $1,500 a person. And we can't even purchase one right now because we have no funds. So we're running on love. <laughs> so so we're looking for $5,000, mainly want to use it towards um, the uh, street performers is what I would use it for.
0: Okay. And each street performer is fifteen. They're expensive.
10: Anybody that performs, a lot of the performers aren't. We don't have performers in these rivers. So GP Edmonton, even further out, I've seen. I've had people calling me from BC. They're they're expensive. I pay for the travel, their food, and they're about fifteen hundred dollars. They're not they're not they're not free. They're not cheap. That would definitely bring a lot more people downtown and get the kids out and get them something to do for the low-income families that can't afford me because we are changing it up this year. There is a bit of a fee because we are doing it as a fundraiser um, because we ran it all as a fundraiser this year. So that's our free portion. That's what's going to bring people into town and come down and support town. And
0: And you said you did get some funding.
10: We did and we covered the bouncy houses and the stage. and.
0: so how much do you really need yeah you asked for five thousand we did so if we had given you five thousand would that covered you completely or what
10: i think it would because we could get i could order up like four or five performers doing different acts and various stuff that could come in and work in between people because that's that's what they used to do at peace fest Mm -hmm. they used to have performers come in and they would do balloon art and they would interact with the kids and they would put on little shows and that's something we could bring back and have for the people Right now, but, we don't have
0: that. But my, my question was, uh, so you have Northern Air who yep. donated some money. It and... Uh, Chapel
10: of Memories. Chapel of Memories. And it covered and, the bouncy houses. Okay. So
0: you still need how much out of all of that? Like So for us, the issue is we only have 12500 Yeah, we have all these applications, so...
10: Well, $1,500 would be one former.
0: Okay, and you want to bring five all total, and you don't have any money for the other four if we only give you 1500 That's right.
10: I'd get one performer. One is better than none. So I'll take <laughs> whatever you can get. So,
0: yeah, and do you have anybody else lined up for uh, made a request to have donations for uh
10: We've sent out a, a ton of tons and tons and tons. We've spoke to, I think, everybody in town, unfortunately, just the economy. Um, there's just not the funds. with the downturn so we're definitely doing it on the cheaper
0: side of things and that's why we added that carnival portion well I'm the mayor I can't make any motions but certainly if it was up to me I'd even go for 5,000 if I could make a motion (laughs) 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 so we'll leave it at that we'll see how other people take take to that okay The next one, Mr. Shram, is the Peace Regional Business Action Group, and and, um,
12: perhaps you can go through that one. The Peace Regional Business Action Group is hosting the second annual uh, Mighty Peace, uh, Mighty Peace Street Festival. And uh, as we stated earlier, this event helps to celebrate the town and the region, and it will help local merchants sell and promote the products and services, as well as increase tourism numbers over the weekend. Uh, This group is requesting. $5,000 $5,000 to help the cost of this event as well as other numerous services which have been forwarded to departments, i.e. road closures, etc. In 2016, the town provided a $2,000 assistance to the event. The administration is recommending the town to provide $2,000 in funding to the Peace Regional Business Action Group, and this level will be consistent
0: with the funding provided last year. Okay
3: uh so we go ahead a couple of just quick questions and if i could catch jim's eye did our jim disappear uh he did uh, do you recall what the value of that contribution was last year the in stuff um i do not okay carry
0: on so wouldn't they have paid well last year out of the
3: Donation? I do no, donation. no. I, I recall sitting here last year and Jim took his uh, pencil and paper out and was doing adding and subtracting and the mayor was doing calculus uh, but we did finally to get to the right answer and it, it seems to me I recall about $1,500 or thereabouts and then there was a discussion and stuff on that in. <laughs> but I'm guessing. Uh, my other question is to the proponent seeing that she's in the audience. So, Sherry, how much money did you make or not make last year? Uh we didn't make any money, we covered the bills. We had maybe $400 left in the Okay. So, on your statement it says $350. So that that's that's that's
7: that's what you had at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you. Welcome. Just a couple of questions so I can do some math here. Um, so from the council's recommendation, so just a couple of questions, Sherry um what were you as far as the town expenditures go um and i'm thinking back to the event we're doing what's your business license this year or how much was it oh i
5: don't i
7: think it was 130 because i know the town can't weigh fees but i would have to look i
6: know um and louise is the only-
7: And the uh, building permits. Oh well, we haven't had anything inspected yet. I don't remember it was quite. But that has I thought think you have to apply for that up front, eh? Oh yeah, and then you get packaged, and they have to come and look at all our tents, yeah, over ten by ten. Any idea what that was? How much that was last year for the one ten? I know we paid
6: a few hundred dollars. How much? A few hundred bucks. And then we've got insurance and liability, and you know
7: all that too. But would administration know how much the? Uh,
6: I mean, I I've got it all on file, but I
7: didn't. Yeah. Would administration know how much the uh, the business license and the building inspections and all that would be worth this year? Uh, no, not.
6: It'll be more because we want to have more tents this year. No, no that, and that's why I'm asking.
7: Yeah. And then getting back to uh, well, I guess Mr. McQuake is not here, but getting back to the the in kind stuff. or I'd like to ask Mr. McQuay what uh, what the value of that would be and can administration proof Provide that request, especially when it comes to concrete blocks. Like, does the town know that name? We're asking for somebody at front, well, what we can't get, we may have someone
6: else we can get some from, but
7: it's just, you know, trying to minimize. Yeah, no, my, my main concern is just because if you're the concrete blocks are a direct impact on how many tents you can put out I'm correct? Because you can't pay into the asphalt. Correct, it. correct, yeah. So
6: we have someone else that
0: maybe it will help us if we can get everything we need. Yeah. OK. Thank you. OK. <laughs> um, so uh, you've you spoken about the uh, that this event attracts businesses in the town and well uh, well customers basically in the town. And you s- can can you can you try and quantify that for us? Or describe well that? example
6: would be the mall. I mean last year A and donated a hundred dollars. They figured they wouldn't see any revenue because we had food vendors in the parking lot in the back there. They ended up doing almost record sales on the Friday. Like it was much busier Friday than Saturday. And same with um, the owners of the mall, were shocked at how busy their mall was. They've already come forward, and are participating and supporting us this year. So they, right away, have seen, you know, it was like, last year a lot of people were sitting back, let's do it a wait and see, you know, how people operate sometimes. Let's wait and see what happens. And then it was like, they saw what happened, and now they're like, yeah, we want to make sure we're on board this year. You know, even people in the mall that could, could come outside the sidewalk did are doing is, you know it just brings people out I mean even Java I mean they had singing outside and and things like that you know I'm sure there's some people that will say it didn't impact them but they didn't put themselves out there you put a little bit out on the sidewalk people start coming along even CIBC. I mean it's a bank but they had a little way to go on a game for kids and that gave them a chance to make contact with customers you know it's it's good it's and it come out of the region and uh, mighty peace golf came and had and things like
0: that and ice hockey so it's regional and uh, so I know just that in itself they were very happy um so this year would um would you be able to maybe put some put some higher numbers around that um, um for instance the AW I don't actually they they told you their business what doubled for the friday i don't expect them to give out the actual the actual cash that changed hands that'd be proprietary well, I mean they can
6: probably. yeah but that
0: would be good to too are you saying like
6: currently you want that information or trying to do a follow-up
0: well there? i i if we have to make a decision tonight i don't think i we can reasonably expect you to come up with last year's numbers but certainly for next year. And I've asked the Pow to do something similar so that we people can quantify those numbers and uh, we can see what the return on. Oh yeah um, maybe are. That Any other questions of the peace regional uh
7: business action uh, your worship uh, now that Mr McQuig is here as far as uh the action group's request um, as far as the in-kind, are you able to put a value to that? And are you able to provide all those services to this group? So for
8: looking at what we provided last year, we were definitely able to provide the services last year and probably the amount for the in-kind donation was probably a neighbor of $450 for in-kind. And that would be not so much for the, the, the blocks as mainly labor and equipment costs. Uh, that would be uh, put forth for that. For this here, I'm seeing there's uh, uh, a lot more concrete blocks. So first of all, we'll have to see if we actually have the amount of uh, concrete blocks available to the place uh, before we could firmly answer that. But um, uh, with the amount, if we have the blocks available in time is probably more like $750 with, uh, for labor and equipment costs.
9: I don't know how many other councils I went last year. I can't remember if I there Friday or Saturday. I was really surprised the number of people were there. Like it was behind the so that There, there was a lot of people. There's a lot of people standing around places, the bands, and, 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 and just people in the town. That they, you normally go down there Friday night or Saturday. There's next to no one, and, and there were probably when I got there seven o'clock, three or four hundred people there. And, and I know it was busier earlier in the day. So. I, but it was nice too
6: because it was called peace, and I we. Kind of running Man Center out of my store, I remember running into a family. They were here to solve the piece, they didn't know about the festival. Then they started shopping, and
0: then they got out of the concert. They were like, Ah, oh, we're bringing our lunches. So they made it a whole weekend. Yeah, you know. So hopefully, the hotels are doing well too, and the restaurants. Well, uh, certainly, the, this uh, street festival, that, uh, along with Peace Fest, it's starting to uh, develop this town as. Uh festival capital of Northwestern Alberta, so uh, certainly something to strive for. <coughs> i certainly like people to think that, oh, uh, I'll go out to Peace River and there something definitely happening uh, in the town of Peace River. So, so that'd be, uh, certainly has my support to, uh, <coughs> uh, to put this festival on. It has, it has been brought to my attention that uh, there is a road closure application fee of 750 dollars and that's under the what's the what's the bylaw the bylaw is the it's our our fees bylaw 2001
1: i see that now is that
2: temporary temporary close or closed permanently yeah
4: that doesn't seem that doesn't make sense we've closed different parades lots and we've never had a fee so we'll uh
2: so we'll definitely weigh that for you for the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, One of the other um, asks is about the noise bylaw to, um, I think, uh, make an exception. The noise bylaw usually says cut it down by 11 p.m. and the extension being asked for is till midnight, I think. I don't know who gets to say anything about that. Great.
6: That's
0: what we asked for last year, and that's what we operated at last year. Oh, you did get an extension?
6: Yes, oh, we yeah. did, and the RCP were really nice, and so
13: they had no complaints. The CAO would provide that extension, um, as per the the bylaw, and we've done it. It's not an
0: issue. Okay, so uh, is there, as uh, your, your suggestion is, Two thousand, and that would be cash, and that would include services. That
12: would be just cash. Okay. Next one is Peace Regional Adams. Adam. The Peace Regional Adams Football League is requesting five thousand dollars in grant funding to assist with their equipment and start fees. This is a the first year for the league and the bylaw does or the policy does uh, include startup fees um, they borrowed money from so other regional teams to purchase the basic gear but additional equipment is required uh, administration's um, recommendation is that council provide funding in the amount of thousand dollars through peace regional adams football league uh, to cover expenses within the startup league uh, and this amount would be consistent funding provided to another organization for the same type of request. Okay, any questions on that one?
2: It says it's a regional <coughs> team. Does that truly mean outside the Peace server kids play in this?
12: Uh, that I don't know as a fact, but I know the other teams are kids from all over the region that apply. Okay. It, yes, it does.
0: Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, it's real football, I wrap Okay, uh, the next item is uh, a piece of the Tri River Triathlon. Um, the Tri River uh, Triathlon is
12: requesting $2,000 in funding to assist with it 2017. the 2017 Triathlon. Triathlon is an annual community event that has been running for over 20 years. It is held the third Sunday of August and utilizes the Peace Regional Pool, the town walking trails, which is the dike, and town streets. There have been over 60 participants from all over Western Canada, and we usually have about 60 volunteers helping out. Uh, the uh, recommendation from the administration is that council provide funding in the amount of $2,000 to define the river triathlon and support the 2017 triathlon. In 2016, council provided a $2,000 uh, grant.
2: So, Mr. Mayor, um this seems like one of those ones where the pool will be charging um, a per hour fee. So I'm assuming that's kind of built into this 2000 Do we have any idea how much the pool fee would be?
13: And I should be prepared for that question every year. Um, no. No. <laughs> it, it's approximately a four-hour period, um, so at approximately a hundred dollars an hour. We don't have additional guards because of the low numbers in the pool. Uh, we can estimate anywhere from five to seven hundred dollars. Okay. Thanks, Mr.
0: Schramm, You don't seem to follow your usual procedure of taking twenty percent of the last <laughs> the cost. <laughs> could you should just apply the a one fifth uh, multiplier. Well, actually, I try to try to
12: group them into like and kind uh, activities, and and because we've done this one before, I felt that we
3: could... Uh, so continue. so this request is to buy 120 people a T-shirt is basically what this comes down to. Fifteen bucks a piece. Yeah. Is, that what, is that what this requested?
0: Mr. Councilor Needham, uh, I think he's referring to their their letter
3: uh, <coughs> what is the on track? the uh,
0: third paragraph. Uh, Last year, the town of East River generously donated $2,000, which allowed our event to run uninterrupted, except we did not have the funding in place in time to have T-shirts this year, a uh, similar donation would allow for shirts with the town
4: logo I think it's just an added bonus. I don't think they were saying they didn't have the money for it. They just didn't have the ability to put the logo on it and get them done in time. So the town logo would be on
5: The
2: shirts. No. I'm assuming that the participants pay some sort of fee to run and swim in this. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
12: for the Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so the next item up is a miserable uh, the Miserable Mile Committee. The Miserable Mile Committee is requesting up to $10,775 in grant funding to assist uh, with their hosting of a race. A miserable Mile is, is a one-day fun and challenging 6.2 kilometer. Obstacle Race for all fitness levels except for mine, held (laughs) (laughs) The course takes contestants over over a 212-meter vertical ascent uh, through hills and various obstacles built by volunteers and residents. The race was uh, held in 2016 and attracted 149 participants from the region. The administration's recommendation is to provide funding in the amount of $2,000 to the miserable Bond miserable Committee and this amount would be consistent with funding provided to other organizations for similar events.
0: Um, would you care to speak to your application? Uh, no,
11: actually everything's in there so we just basically, uh, last year it was all volunteer rents, so we didn't really know what numbers we so this year, uh, we thought we'll just try and get as much as we can, can as possible. Our biggest expense this year is the t-shirts and then the logos, um, of course, again. Um, and we tried; we wanted to try and get the sweat-resistant so that it comes off. So the runners that we had last year typically um, – well, we did have them all ages, but um, we do have runners like you as well. <laughs> so I expect- <laughs> um, but yeah we that, that is our biggest cost um, is the t-shirts the type of t-shirts that we were looking for to make it better and then we wanted bigger mm-hmm. obstacles and more challenging obstacles so you had
0: 149 pers- uh, participants and uh, how many of them were from outside pizza? You know?
11: Uh no we this question's come up a couple times this year, um, so we're changing our forms around next year to figure out yeah. how many. Um, how many were actually from here? I know the farthest one we got was from Dawson Creek, so we were only we were hoping to get at least 50 um, participants for last year's because it was our first time. So getting 149 was was way more than we So hopefully this year it's. 50. You're
0: looking. To attract 300 participants. That is our goal to be double the last. It would be helpful if you can kind of get a, uh, a sense of, uh, and I think it will be difficult for you, but a sense of how much money they, uh, well, how many out of counters you attract, because it just means more business for the okay. top of this room and we can justify. Uh, putting in uh, dollars into this
11: event. The majority, I know when I did look through the list, uh, majority of the individuals that ran, plus the volunteers were... From last year. From last
12: year, yeah. And I think this is the kind of information that um, the policy is looking for when they ask for the post-event report. Um, Information like that would go a long ways for next year's you know, next year's kind of application. So there is some sort of uh, information that can be included with with
5: the administration recommendation.
12: And unfortunately, we don't always get that um, report even, if they're reminded. So hopefully that, you know, we'll get that this
11: year. Yeah, this was also the first time that we even applied for grants last year. We no. saw. It was the first run for all of us. So
0: Something came to fruition that we really didn't know. <laughs> I see Conrad of the Beach River Record Gazette is on your yes. on miserable miles community, so he should get you some free advertising. He jumped on this,
11: so yeah, he's going yeah. a huge advocate for
3: us. Very good. Yeah. Just as a suggestion, uh, down the road, uh, it sounds like an item that perhaps you want to bring up with the uh, the Mighty Peace Tourism Association. Uh, it's went like This would be a great item. Of course, the, the Death Race in Grand Cash seems to be a so if this is the beginnings of, of, of the death race uh, uh, great great not even we, can, we, can talk about, <laughs> we can talk about the t-shirts later
4: well, i know one thing's for sure i've heard a lot of feedback about this from last year i did not participate in it um but i have heard a lot of positive and a lot of people that didn't go last year that are planning to go this year so that's encouraging
11: i just like to
1: Led by
2: the administration <laughs> panel. Alan, team
1: I'll, I'll personally give you $300 if Mr. Schramm enters and completes the,
14: <laughs> the, the event. It's on the
1: record. Is
11: that on record? Yeah, it is. <laughs> 50 bucks a kilometer. <laughs>
12: Mr. Schramm only participates in the miserable nine hole.
5: <laughs> <laughs> and that's where <worth> the park. <laughs>
0: Peace
12: Playland, uh, <coughs> request. Uh, Peace, uh, Peace Playland is a nonprofit organization uh, in Peace River that provides uh, aid uh, to residents in their physical and mental development. Um, based on the st- statistics, 65% of the, res- of the residents reside in, in Peace River that uh, use the facility. Um, the group is asking for $2,500 in support uh, of operating costs for 2017 and as per my comments in the previous request for operating funding um, the policy is developed to uh, support single events or
4: activities not operating costs so i do i have a quick question on this and i probably should have asked it on the last one with the operating do we not just tell them when they bring in their application, that we don't cover operating in case they can revise their application and they don't miss a quarter?
12: Um, I, I don't uh, okay. send it back. I bring to council the applications as, as they are. If, as, as we work through the new policy, <laughs> that might be a, a, a point to include in that. Yeah.
2: A question about the budget that they submitted they have accommodations for $25,200. Do they really mean accommodations for somebody, or do they mean the the place that they're renting
12: to hold this? I would I would assume that it's for the rent of their facility. Yeah. That's correct. So it's
2: just wrong place
8: there. I think
12: the application in the, in the new policy will be a little bit more um, clear.
0: It is operational dollars. And so, where where is the Peace Play Live Association?
9: The Bell I think it is a last
0: quarter.
4: Mm-hmm. Um,
9: We've, had We've had a couple from them, yeah. They, yes. they used to get funding through FCSS, right? I don't so. um,
13: They did receive some funds. Sorry, a lot of feedback today. Um in regards to some project work that they were doing, not much. Because again, it even for FCSS, it didn't quite fit the mandate.
9: So my like I've just assumed this is a good thing to provide opportunity for for parents to get their kids and go and informally network and yeah. formally yep. absolutely like so there, it's not like there's no value in the program, it's just if it's operational, council may or may not decide to find it.
13: Correct. And and the FCSS portion of it just it doesn't fit the mandate of FCSS. It's sort of play and recreation is truly what it is. And what FCSS mandate acted regulation by the province, it needs to fit. Uh, we have four different specific strategies or outcomes that it needs to fit into and they struggled with being able to truly identify how their program would fit into the FCSS active regulations requirements so they're kind of caught but very good program lots of families utilize it great space in the winter FCSS uses the space we rent it for um, parent link is actually running our active playtime program and we utilize the space in that format so we sort of have a partnership to assist them financially um, by renting the space for our purposes also. Okay. But yeah. well,
5: that, that helps with some of their
0: comments? I believe around. it would, yes, yes. Okay, uh, Underground Music
12: Society. And the final application is uh, from the Underground Music Society and they're requesting $11,550 to assist with the upgrading of um, some of their capital equipment that they have, um, that they use for putting on the various shows and events that they hold. The administration's recommendation is that Council provide funding in the amount of $3,000 to the Underground Music Society in support of their equipment upgrade. In 2014, Council provided uh, $2,345.50 to sponsor the event uh, put on by the Society. Also, this funding would be in line with other grants given to pass uh, in past for upgrading capital equipment. Do we
2: have any idea what total attendance over the course of a year might be to some of their events
12: or to their all, all their events? I don't have the numbers. She's coming back to
13: the mic. Um, if, from my understanding, they have not quite met capacity over the last. They utilize uh, seniors drop in center. So, whatever the legal capacity is, fire codes based on table and chair, sit down, set up. They're pretty close to capacity per show. I think it ebbs and flows depending on whatever else is going on in the community. Pretty consistent. Quite easy.
3: So So what's it? Oh Councillor Sarchak has the floor. Um so I guess I'm a little confused here. These
0: guys have operated for a number of years. They don't see the vision that maybe setting aside a hundred bucks a show to cover upgrading their equipment? I I do don't know the inside workings of the organization. I've had a hard time well so i guess we have a policy item that says you can use you can ask for a grant for capital project funding but to me it's almost how's that that much different from operational day -day. Um, power lights i i actually understand the difference but i it's kind of like (laughs) Yeah, if you're gonna ask me for operational stuff, if I'm gonna refuse it on on the grounds it's operational, if you can not set aside a hundred dollars uh, an event, as Councillor Sawchuk mentioned, so that you can upgrade your equipment and, and and expect the expect the local government to bail you out on equipment that seems a bit
12: you, you it well, it,
3: it's a similar vein. I guess trying to sort out. In this case, I would call this operational one. capital, I guess. Thinking, but if we were to support this thing, so the assets belong to somebody, and they this somebody they don't have a fixed. This is a not-for-profit. There's no fixed address. We don't. Um, I, I guess who's the custodian of the of the fixed assets? Just this society is the. And we don't, in a year, we, we, once we supply the funds or if we supply the funds, then we're done. We don't, we don't look for an inventory sheet here. We don't look for depreciation. We don't look for, um,
2: but on the same hand, we don't look for inventory sheets of uh, football stuff. It does say in their uh, thing that 20 years ago they spent $30,000, or maybe that was five years ago, um, buying some equipment, I guess. So I don't know where that money came from.
0: This would be like the Miserable Miles Committee coming and asking us money to build an obstacle.
2: We have, we've got Miserable <laughs> They just want money for an event,
0: so that they can bring people into the community. Okay, so what we'll do is uh, we'll let uh, counselors uh, go uh, make make a make motions as uh, to their favorite uh, their favorite group and uh, what they think the amount should be, and then we'll
2: go from there. So. I did double check my figures and if we went with the recommendations, I still get eleven thousand five hundred dollars, but that excludes the two that asked for operating um, monies. Just let me know that in terms of the twelve thousand five hundred if we split our budget evenly over each quarter.
0: Right. So we have a thousand. Well, although having said that the future of the squadron will have one mes- one 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 entertainment for hopefully 600 kids. Mm -hmm.
2: I I guess the other question I would have is um, lots of these seem to come up uh, annually. So do we have an idea of what comes up annually in the, I don't know, the next quarter or the next half year, whatever we're
12: dealing with here? Are we dealing with half a year or a quarter? Well, we're doing it quarterly as per the policy. Um, we can sort of estimate what's going to come in, but it depends on the group and what their activities if, it's, if they're going to do it annually again. like We can provide, like I said, a rough idea of what might become. Okay, so refresh my
2: memory. This quarter ended in, in June or ends in. When does this quarter end for this? purpose
12: this purpose
2: at 30th was the deadline so we've that's only half a year so
0: we still have two quarters left so again and i think we've had this discussion before too though is summer more heavily loaded with these types of requests just because of the weather and the more events going on or as we come into fall and winter do we see less or we just see winter focused they're
12: seasonally focused i mean it um Every March is the pond hockey. Summer
0: is the triathlons. Um, I guess my question people. is: is you know, do should we be waiting this thing on a quarterly basis and assume that 1200 <coughs> is right? And in the next two quarters, are we going to spend it all? Or, well, I shouldn't say that. It's we trouble spending. <laughs> well, this time last year, uh, or approximately this time last year, we gave our last thousand or. Fifteen hundred dollars to the Street Peace River Street Festival, and this was around this time last year. So we pretty well spent fifty thousand dollars this time last year. So we're we're not in that situation as of yet this year uh, because Recently. we've taken a harder line. Okay. So to make this go ahead, uh, I'm going to ask if anyone has a motion for the Peace Country Sports Club Here in, uh, I have,
2: Do we have to have a motion to?
0: Well, Donald Weil, I'll put a motion on the floor to support the uh, administration's recommendation not to um, contribute to the Peace Country Sports Club's operational capital. Okay, all in favor um the next uh, one is the peace river air cadet squadron 124. your worship i would
3: put a motion on the floor that we uh, upset the administration recommendation but uh i'm not prepared to go to five thousand dollars but i would put a motion on the floor for twenty five hundred dollars okay can i push you to three i'm sorry can i push you to three uh a friendly amendment at three would be accepted okay
0: all in right, favor, politics is the out of Okay, Peace um, Regional Business Action Group.
2: I would put a motion on the floor that um, we um, have, uh, spend $3,500 out of the grants to groups for the Peace River Business Action
9: Group. Okay. Can we waive the, the other costs? Like,
2: that you have to... You would then have to be consistent and waive them for a few other things as well, I would think. But well, this
9: is a better activity. It's going to bring more. <laughs> <money>. <laughs> oh, my that's, that's why you increase the ask, is to cover those costs. I, I have a hard I, I've always had a hard time with putting money from one budget to the other. And I, I just. Right.
0: So, so if you were to make a friendly amendment, what would it
9: state? Well, that we and we've weighed the cost of the concrete blocks for the supporting the tents and the cost of the, uh, the seven hundred fifty bucks for the the closing off the road. I uh, I think the seven hundred fifty bucks for
0: closing off the road will be. That's,
9: so,
1: that, that's nothing to do with this. That's a permanent
0: road closure. Yeah. Yes. Oh, is that, what yeah. that is. You know, seven hundred fifty is not temporary. So your friendly amendment is three thousand five hundred dollars plus. The,
9: main cost have the, have the, block, block, the cost block of the cost
0: of the kind for the cement blocks do you accept that as a friend amendment sure i'm going to remember it though okay <laughs> oh all in favor <coughs> okay fast uh do we have a motion for the peace regional adam football week i would put
4: a motion on the table with this one your worship and I believe it is in line with administration's recommendation, but I just want to pull it up here again and make sure. thousand dollars, sure. right? Yep. Yeah. So, uh, for to accept uh, administration's recommendation and provide funding in a thousand dollars at a thousand dollars. All
0: in favor? Very good. Um,
9: Tri River Triathlon. I make a motion, Your Worship, to accept the, the administration's recommendation for provide $2,000 to the Peace the River Triathlon. All in favor? Uh,
0: miserable Miles Committee.
7: <coughs> Mr. Your Worship, I put on put a motion on the floor and I'm going to bump the uh, administration's recommendation that we provide funding to the Miserable Miles Committee of the sum of $3,000 to support their event. Okay.
0: All in favor?
7: See, it always helps to show up in person. <laughs> Thank
0: you. That's a good, good tip. Okay, uh, <laughs> peace play land.
4: I would accept administration's recommendation um, and not provide funding based on the request being for operational funds. All in favor? A vote. <laughs> i see value in and i'm not sure and i agree i i mean i've used the facility myself for my child and i agree that there's value in it but the avenue is wrong and the policy is pretty clear on operational so i think we need to figure out how we deal with these so that we're not giving false hope to applications that are looking for something that doesn't meet the criteria like i'm not sure why we even bring those if they have an opportunity to to, to revise their request, I'm sure there's capital purchases that they could make that we might be able to work with, but I mean, I just, I feel like it's a little unfair to bring it to us when we know full well it doesn't meet the criteria of the... The reason I bring it forward is I
12: I didn't feel it was my place to deny when they were asking council for the money. I thought I'd leave
4: that with you. That's fair, but I mean, it's also administration's duty or responsibility to follow the policies and procedures and is pretty clear on operational, I think, is it not? It is. Yeah, so I guess I I guess I just don't want to put up, get, you know, provide, well, provide false hope and then have them think that it's gonna happen and then let's go back to them and say, no, this is operational, this is operational, it's operational.
0: So when you respond to them, sorry, uh, do you tell them that the reason that it was refused was that it was for operational costs? Yes, we do. So hopefully we would see another one of those. Right.
4: Or or provide them with some feedback on, you know, here's how you can apply and, and for these types of things. I guess just help them, right? It's all volunteers that are involved with these things, right? We don't want to deter them.
12: And I, I know it's, it's on this policy. I, when I send out the applications I send the policy along with the application. Uh, these are good things to note as we work through development.
0: Okay, and uh, the uh, next one and the last one was Underground Music Society.
2: I'll make a motion that um, we uh, support the Underground Music Society with grants to group of um,
0: $2,500. All in favor? Four, four, three opposed. Motion carried. Thank you. <coughs> closest votes yet. Okay. Uh, the next item on the agenda is uh, the community uh, briefing note uh, report on community meetings and the community engagement survey.
14: Here. I'm going to start by asking the council if council has any questions about the report, the contents,
9: or the process. The one, oh, go ahead. Well, oh, the one question I had, and I'm not sure how much work it'd be incorporated. It, like, you based it rightly based on the area of the community that people were coming from. But yeah. my issue is that. Depending on the size, like the north end has a far greater number of residents as opposed to Shastbury and the trailer course. Is there some way easily that that could be factored in? Like, so is there some sort of waiting or or do you think that'll make any difference in how we would utilize that information? So the first thing that maybe
14: I should say about the report for all council is a disclaimer, uh, which is do not take this as like, as, as scripture, this is. Um, we had 80 responses out of a town of 6,800 people. This is not anywhere nearly statistical, statistically significant. What you're looking at is a demographic, the type of person that's going to attend a meeting like this. If you're getting a lot of responses from a particular area of town and it's showing an obvious trend, I would say that that's a oh, wait something you want to look into, but not necessarily if you've got 10 responses on one topic in the north end and nine responses on a topic in the south end, you don't go, well, one's higher than the other one. You, 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 Any of those circumstances would require some further investigation to figure out, well, why did we get the responses? Um, I know the south end, for example, turned out to be droves. We had one of the highest turnouts for that and it was mostly infrastructure related. I don't know if that answers your question right now so i would like to
2: comment that i thought it was a worthwhile activity but as you mentioned in your report um, cutting down the number of evenings from four to two or or something i think would be you would gain as much and i think actually that 80 is not a bad thing if we had that in one evening for instance we'd be overjoyed but um uh it's a beginning and we kind of need to get people into the mindset that they can go out to these things and talk and give
14: bouquets and complaints. I think that raises an interesting point. Part of the thing that we discovered both with admin, um, council yourselves, and with the general public is that we're sort of retraining everybody on how to have a casual, annual, uh, how's it going type discussion with our residents. Um, I did some cursory digging it looks like the Town of Peace River hasn't done anything remotely like this since the late 90s. So we're going to 20 years without even um, a cursory check with our citizenry about how we're doing on some pretty critical topics. Um, in, my, in my view, this is something that we should be doing every year. Um, not quite as intensely, but uh, a shorter time period with um, slightly fewer questions that we use year over year. Just to kind of help keep a baseline.
4: Did you really get a response that said less drug busts?
3: Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah.
9: So one, one suggestion I'll just throw out I know I, I think I was at all of them. Uh, it would be interesting if we asked had like two neighborhoods coming in the same night but at different times. Because my experience was we started at seven, most people were there at seven or shortly after, and then most people were gone by eight. It was just uh, you know the people that were just I think some people hung around because they thought we might be lonely if they left. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
7: mean, because literally it's some of those stories,
9: virtually only one or two people there and, and there. But that, why, we get the same amount of feedback, but only take two nights to do it. Um, so there's two considerations.
14: I, I think rather than dividing it up and bringing people in um, neighborhood by neighborhood, that we, we do it over two nights and we just invite the whole town. Um, maybe you split it up east and East Bank, so on the first night you're encouraging, say one side of the town to come over the other, but for the most part, it's hard to get um, one specific neighborhood out there. Plus you start running into issues of, well, if somebody can't come one night, can they come the next night?
3: Or uh, the first, I, I missed uh, the one meeting and I missed the seniors one, but I, I, I enjoyed the other sessions and Uh, One conversation in particular with the the St. Germain uh, group on their particular plight in terms of, I'll I'll use the word off-site levees, that's a little different than that, but I'll characterize that. I I think the two people I spoke to were quite appreciative of the time that uh, they obviously bent the ear of a couple of local politicians, and I think we were both. Nodding our head afterwards that this is something that is broken and we need to look at it so i thought that was a positive uh that conversation and uh, and a couple of other ones the, the other point i just reflect on I, I recall and i'm sure we all do the the, the chamber of commerce uh charge not to, to digress but a couple of years ago where somebody wanted a, a wanted a, a session at the athabasca hall or whatever and it seemed and, and of course, at that time, our response was, "Well, yes, we're we're all part of public engagement, but it'll be at a time and choosing of our time and choosing." And so we do these, and, and I did not see a lot of business people at the sessions that I was at, uh, particularly the group that was so critical of us. And uh, so I, I guess maybe we're doing a lot better. Um, I, uh, I I found it somewhat ironic that uh, that uh, that participation didn't occur. They
0: did show up, um, I think it was the second one. Well, it was the second one.
2: Southside. Uh,
14: south Southside. Yeah. Because yeah. that's yeah, they their area. Southside one, Yeah. That was the Rowdy one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that was the Rowdy one. Yeah. 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 Yeah, one. Yeah. So uh, they did, uh, so they came there. Uh, yeah, if it's a matter of getting people out, certainly door hangers the day before would have helped. Your issue there was you didn't have the resources. Don't you have the resources? To, to uh, put door
14: hangers on, at least not during the May June period. No, we'd estimate about 90 hours for an employee to go around and hanging door knockers on each one. Did not have the resources available we can direct mail every single resident in town, which is about the same yeah. level of effectiveness Well, door hangers are a little
0: different than direct mail office. Door hangers would show up the day before or the day on, and that's an immediate reminder, so. Uh, there's, there are ways we could have got the, uh, the attendance up higher. Mm-hmm. So, um, the so I, I think what, well, that's the communications person. Uh, so, what what are the takeaway messages that we uh, that you think we should be taking from uh, from this from the community engagement survey? Certainly, uh, less drug bus is not going to be a takeaway <laughs> message for me because uh, we have a policy, Because what I heard through those four sessions plus the one of the community at the senior center was more by-law enforcement. More, uh, uh, less RV, don't allow RVs to park all year in one spot. Don't uh, make sure people cut their grass. Don't let the weeds grow. Uh, Make sure that snow removal is done properly and uh, speedy manner and uh, and uh, and we have hired a community police officer to help us in that regard and and certainly my feeling about the community police officer is he's that he or well, in this case to he um, is the uh is the eyes and ears of uh the rcmp they uh they 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 know what's going on in the town or they'll have a good sense of what's going on in the town and, and if there's illicit activity going on in a certain neighborhood they're going to pass that information along so i'm actually open for more drug busts. but uh you uh but do you agree that uh, a big part of it was more by law enforcement that's what at least the people who responded to the surveys mm-hmm. were
14: asking for? That was a consistent topic. Um, the one that sort of stood up above all that was our uh, roads. Generally speaking, the state of our roads is not great. And that's great. the potholes? potholes, the chunks missing from the sidewalks, cracks in the roads, road repair in general. The reason the
9: south end was so rowdy was because of the roads. But it's interesting when you talk about the roads, like uh, there was one they talked about, a speed bump, and I tried to find it. Now I don't know whether I have to go like 80 kilometers an hour down that road to find it, but <laughs> Mike Cooper is pretty sensitive that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and I didn't see it. So I, I don't know, like Jim, <laughs> do you have any, like, can you, co- is there enough details there you can correlate and figure out? exactly where these are so you can see if, if it's an issue or not there,
8: there were some sections in in town that were brought to my attention during the, the course of these events and i went through them and they were valid concerns other ones you know like thursday the road was like a lot of other roads in town and yes uh, we do have to find a way of kind of keeping care of our roads but uh, we have to just prioritizing which roads are going to come first but definitely some uh, roads were brought to my attention that definitely should be raised in the priority level
9: but again but for that there is and i'm not sure how well it's got to be fairly scientific there is a standard you can use to do an assessment in terms of the number of cracks or how thin the pavement is or whatever else how much is broke up right so there is a, a, a engineering standard you could apply to do an assessment and say well these are more greater priority than
8: of
2: these other ones right that's correct but but if um so how does it work if we have the priority list and it's my understanding it's a combination of water sewer and uh, uh pavement kind of stuff what happens
8: if water and sewer are great but pavement is lousy
2: when does that come into play
8: well, that would be reflected in uh, what I put into the budget this year. And what we're doing is, you know, it's a three-fold program. The first part is our neighborhood infrastructure renewal program where we're addressing all the infrastructure. So water, sewer, storm, road, uh, sidewalk, curb, and gutter. So all those are considered in that program. Uh, we have crack sealing, our crack sealing program, which uh, we just res- received uh, tenders today on and we'll be closing, so we'll be getting that program started right, right away. And so we have that program going on to do intermediate uh, repair to roads to kind of uh, extend extend the longevity of our road structure there. And then also uh, this year under the budget, we had a pavement overlay program, and that one is, would address situations where the underground infrastructure is fine, but with the road infrastructure, is need, needs repair. And so that, that one street that we identified up in Saddleback, that uh, wasn't captured, was identified three years ago as part of the priority program that didn't get finished last year, but will be included in this year's overlay program. So each year, I'll be coming back to council and say, and with the same kind of structure, a threefold uh, program to try to get the mo- the biggest bang for our buck, uh, for, with respect to roads. So, the information
2: that you picked up from these meetings applied to the, la- the latter two um,
8: types the overlay and the crack stuff? That's, that's correct. And in the one, uh, you know, we'll look at uh, whether it can be easily, like looking at one that was on the south side, we'll see if that one can be easily incorporated as part of the neighborhood renewal program. And so while we've got contractors on site, maybe we can fold it into that program. Uh, Some of the other ones that we looked at around town, you know, uh, we'll have to find out where they're gonna go into the mix in terms of overlay projects. So there could be single one offs where there's an issue that just needs to be looked at, right? That's correct. I
0: have to say it was valuable having Mr. McLean that uh, were you at all the sessions? You, you weren't at the senior citizens, but you were at all the other ones, right? Yes, I was. There were lots of questions for you, and I thought you had one for more. Okay. So, Anything else I, we should take up? Take up what, any other uh, learnings that you think? Are?
2: Well, I'd like to know, was staff surprised by any of this? Like something come up that said, oh, that's kind of a shock.
13: I don't think there was anything shocking. What was pleasant was that we were able to um, provide a lot of residents, specifically the Shasbury Upper and Lower West Peace evening, with their asking for a project, Shasbury Trail Pedestrian Pathway kept coming up, and then we were able to show them that that's something that we're proceeding with this year. So there was a lot of um, reinforcement of the alignment of our priorities for trails, and um, next year's trails or the following year. What we have planned is exactly or similar to what the communities were asking for. So, yippee, in terms of our planning. Yeah.
8: One other insight is going to share with the council that uh, I found it interesting. Most of the residents uh, that we're engaged in talking about the cost of infrastructure. But once they kind of saw where everything fell into the next and seeing what the annual costs were per year, fully appreciated that, you know, instead of saying, well, why is my street not next, they could actually see that we had a plan in, in progress of how we're going to tackle the next 20, 30 years. And I think that uh, for the most part, most of the residents appreciated that. Nobody offered to throw half a million dollars on the table to get a street done.
0: Yeah.
9: Well, <laughs> not. So the one thing i picked up that I thought was a, is a little unfair, the people in some of the streets that are not currently paved saying the town should pave pay it. And I, I guess my view is if those people want their street paved, they get the petition together and they come up with a commitment to pay a portion of those costs, then, then the town will look at it. You know, like to me, the older neighborhoods, the ones that are paid, the people that owned those homes originally, they, that was part of uh, a neighborhood program where that was paid as part of the infrastructure. You know, when we moved to bought our house, we were paying for the street and the asphalt. You know, going back 20 years ago, and I, again, I, I think we need to somehow maybe put something on the town website to explain that. And I, I at least I, I personally wouldn't support that the town would pay for you know West West or some of those other neighborhoods saying the town's going to pay 100 percent of the cost i think the neighbor for that part needs to buck up and, and come come to the table with funds but i think that should be on the website somehow and maybe it's worth a
2: little longer discussion of council as to how to handle that sort of thing anything
14: else to throw it out. I think this is a, a good planning tool for future councils and future administrations to use. It's a good chance to take a quick look at a snapshot, especially if we do it through the March, um, April sort of time period that we've proposed in here. It interacts with trade show. It's at a period of time where there's sort of a lull in activity in the town, but there's so people are free but they're in town. It's not like during the summer also falls during a season that's not uh, snow removal season and not street clearing season so we don't have to worry about our results being skewed on those topics necessarily um, and I think it would work well for council just to get a rough idea of what issues people are willing to come out and talk about and have a nuanced conversation about um, stuff like what Tanya brought up about the planning it really gives us a chance to talk about the plans that we have underway the ones that we're following and get some feedback on that so I think it's a good opportunity to uh, put our side of the story out there and in the hands of a bunch of citizens who might go out and talk with their neighbors about some of the things that are happening in town. So I think This was a good first year to kind of learn how things might work out and I think we can do a better job next year.
0: And We better jump on that key performance in that indicator about those potholes. Mm-hmm. That's why that indicator is there. <laughs>
8: And we're keeping up, Your Worship.
4: <laughs> Who handles the one when you come off the bridge, the first exit? Is that the province where these, one goes north, one goes downtown?
8: That's us. That's us?
4: Under that? Under the bridge?
8: Under the, Under the bridge is ours, anything oh uh, with the approach aprons and uh, so, you know, we, we're, when you come road. when you come off
4: the bridge From the and west. you're about
8: to go either
4: downtown or north, Yes. Um, and you have to stop to head north, like right there, would that be us? Is that us? So, I drive that one every
6: single day, and I always mm-hmm. thought you it was You don't want problem, it to so. be us, but that, is it I'm, us? I'm, Let's I see
0: brought that goes. one up to you last year. That one, you yep. said that one's it was ours. It's to underneath the underpass, right? Yeah. Because yes. there's, right there's two
4: big, they're not potholes, but there's two big... Sort of constant ruts, there one right at the stop sign and one right after, or somewhere
8: yeah, like that. Whereas uh, the one rut that is on the the ramp, that one is the provinces, okay? And the other one further down with the waters. Oh, okay. So, I'm so not getting this. Yeah. Would, the, would the province be adverse to you going and actually filling their pothole point? No, I don't think they, they would be adverse at all. <laughs> I think so your citizens... So I, I guess my question is, if we're out there filling the
0: one that's ours and there's one 15 feet away that's in the same shape, why wouldn't we just do it? So well, there... <laughs> there uh, I, I think we should underscore this. There's a liability for us to have potholes, right? So somebody with a motorcycle goes past a pothole, uh, ends up... Uh, uh, not just the bike, but uh, they get
8: injured, break a wrist or something like that. We're liable for that, aren't we? Uh, yes, there is some uh, limited liability with respect to that. Whether, as long as we're uh, doing our due diligence, doing is preventive maintenance and have preventive maintenance program in place, and we're complying with that, uh, then that limits our liability. Through there, Like if a pothole helps overnight, you, know, you can't be liable for that. Whereas, because the, the onus would be that they would have to prove, uh, prove negligence on our behalf in that regard.
2: So how about, it's not exactly potholes, but some streets, and I don't know if it's a sewer system or whatever, but they get quite nice little valleys in them. You flew
8: over that too fast, you that's so, all what you're saying I should look at our speed limits. Well <laughs> it's it's not a pot, it's not a pothole, but it's a, like people's lights do
0: funny things when they go through.
13: Okay,
0: we'll talk okay, after is we, uh uh is there a specific motion that somebody wants to make out of this or if or if not, maybe a motion for isn't I'll make a motion to accept
9: anything there on okay. so are we going to do something with this now like are we going to use this in some formal way or just pass it on to the next council well
0: i asked if you had a specific
9: well, thought of, uh, so maybe mentioned. maybe we can bring it up well, why don't we
0: ask uh autumn uh what are your recommendations after this uh
14: like i think there's a recommendation at the back uh conclusion section Is that before the graphs and the tables? It was a conclusion section. Uh, recommendation, yeah. Basically, just to uh, approve the recommendation. The recommendation is to approve the recommendation? Yeah. Um, Recommendations.
0: Overall, the process met the specified goals. Some notable areas for improvement can improve both data collection including and community participation. Annual and reoccurring late March and early April is recommended as a time that would make use of large community gatherings such as a trade show to bolster responses. The predictability of a reoccurring date will allow residents to prepare in advance. Second recommendation was uh, basically less meetings uh, because the administration doesn't want to be out there for four nights. Three, the town should make available any online should make available online any report studies or documents that help in the development of infrastructure policy in a, in an effort to better inform residents. So that was somewhat touched on by some of the uh, some councilors as well as the director of engineering. Is uh, we need to uh, we need to articulate. Both the neighborhood renewal policy and also the, uh, how we uh, address preventive maintenance. Yep. So, uh, uh, Ms. Yu, perhaps you could uh, spearhead that one. Uh, that administration review the feedback in comparison to current business plan and see if there are any alignments or recommended recommended adjustments. So that was the purpose of this uh, these engagement things these engagement surveys was to uh, so that uh, the incoming council would be able to uh, to uh to look at their strategic to develop their strategic plan based on this input yes
9: so one other question brought up, I mean, you flagged that this, that this is part of the recommendation of the CUP report, and I maybe missed that. My recollection is we started, we had, he had 22 or three recommendations. We bit off a number of them. My recollection is we didn't finish off all of them. We wrote back to the minister and said, we've done this, here's our plan, and he wrote back and said, that's good. I don't believe we know have a document that says we've done everything that we're going to do um, maybe there's maybe we missed that so i don't. great could you check and maybe provide that to me well, I do this. we have a letter from the minister
14: saying that we've satisfied
9: their requirements
14: for the cuff report so this at this point is just um, extra credit well yeah
9: but i don't think we did everything like no all the specific recommendations and i understand the minister they don't want to tr- you know get into the minutia we did most
14: of the recommendations but
0: not all of them you're right mr Bird. there the, we did create a list and there were supposed to be comments in it and that list has never been completed and i would say that this wasn't part of the cuff requirement to do these community engagement surveys if you recall when we first came into the council we wanted to we, we actually wanted to do community surveys right off the bat we never uh, for a number of reasons we never got around to it and uh, but we did have a strategic plan and if you look through that strategic plan i i would say that we could check off put a check mark by 90 percent of the items that are on that strategic so, I don't think this was a part of the cuff requirement. But, A, you're right. There, uh, we did have a list, and I was able to dig it up the other day. Um, and uh, Ms. McCraig Ms. has a copy here she can send you. And, uh, and I can see there's a lot of blanks there. So, fill so uh, she can send, why don't you send that around to all the counselors? I think
9: anyone that is thinking about running again at, next, at this in the fall would want to be able to refer to that and say, well, the, those recommendations, you know, we did implement yeah. 19 out of 23 or whatever it is. Or well, we said
0: we would, we, would, we would adopt
9: all, whatever, 23 or 46 or whatever
0: number there was. I think it was like 33. So I was right in the middle. I was I was just uh, 90% confident when it's around the meeting. <laughs> so we had a motion on that item. I thought we'd close it off, but we reopened that debate, but uh, we will now move on to the next item on the agenda. Uh, Boulevard tree policy. Yeah, we had a... Did we, did we vote on that motion? Yeah, we voted on that motion. Yeah. We, we voted on that, didn't we?
13: Yeah. Okay. Hi, Your Worship and Council, the policy brought forward to you this evening is a um, new policy for Boulevard Trees with the intent of superseding the existing uh, two-line paragraph policy that's in place in regards to planting trees on town boulevards. Um, Administration has worked with the community services board, excuse me, and council. Uh, Most recently at the GMP meeting, we had discussions regards to the policy. I know there are still some questions around the policy of which I've provided some feedback. So if we'd like to go over some of those questions this evening so we can clarify. In addition, I guess my question to council would be if we are still requiring further time to discuss the policy, that potentially we table it to a GMP meeting, we can have further discussion, or not. It would be to look at any amendments that we need to do this evening and, and make an adoption.
0: I saw your questions I wrote and I saw a lot of red ink this afternoon at about three thirty. I didn't get a chance to go over that. I'm assuming you did. Did I didn't get a chance to go for that? Oh you didn't either. Oh. Well then <laughs> I guess it's gonna be a tough, <laughs> tough discussion.
10: Yes,
13: actually it'll be because it was a lengthy email, uh, lots of good questions and I was able to provide some feedback on some of it. Some of it yeah is that would need to be discussed further. And there was actually a couple of really good ideas that um, I picked up out of some of your comments, Councilor Burke, that precipitated some additions. For example, um, we're looking at adding uh, a statement in regards to inspection of the boulevard tree prior to the town taking ownership of the tree. Um, And there was a a miss on our part in the, um, the term two years. It should have been two years flat for both articles, for both clauses. It was a, a change between the directive and I missed one of the statements. So the homeowner would take care of the tree for the first two years. We would inspect the tree before we took it over because someone could easily plant a tree, water it maybe for the first year, sort of forget about it the second year, and we would uh, be assuming that either a dead tree or half dead tree. So that was something that I'm proposing to add um, there was a couple items like that. So, if you would prefer, we could easily defer this to or table it to a GMP meeting for well, further discussion. I guess
9: from my standpoint, there's some of the things I don't agree with, and I apply to the board. They keep coming forward. Like I'm really hung up on the size of the tree. Yeah. I think if we have the smaller trees, you know, we can bid more. My talk to one of the. Um, owners of a greenhouse and he said he's was by the town to provide the standard trees and he had to say no I don't even care about that, that kind of tree that's correct we so did. so again you know I, and I understand and he said if the town's willing to pay that much for those trees yeah. there he suggested it be at least twice as much that he and and the town ordered them long enough in advance that he could arrange to, to, to bring right. a larger tree <coughs> yeah. but uh
13: one surface supply of the tree isn't the issue. The, the size for a boulevard tree, we are and are sticking to uh, the minimum requirements that we're proposing in the policy. Every other policy I've looked at was standard for landscaping um, has been a minimum of what we're proposing for boulevard trees. When we are doing plantings in parks green space, other locations. We'll take various sizes of trees, right from the saplings to, if you're willing to give me a 10-footer, I'll, I'll take that too. Um, and we'll do that easily, and that's in the directive. But for boulevard trees, we are looking for a larger tree, absolutely. We've seen many times, if they're very small, if they're a four or five foot tree, they become somebody's slingshot, and before you know it, they're, snapped in half and you're looking for a landscape standard for boulevards. Um, Imagine trying to replant an elm tree on 86th Avenue with a little four-footer. It just doesn't
9: that's Quite exactly though. what I've done, though, and that's why I have a hard time with it. If you look in front of my Without house, out there's our a birch and there's a and a elm. And I planted them both myself when yeah. I didn't know that there was a policy that I had to comply it with. It. And and they're both doing very yeah. well. And
13: it's not about the success yeah. necessarily. Uh, a sapling will do just as well as an eight-foot tree, a ten-foot tree. Um, it's about a landscaping standard that we would like to set. That's a pretty standard standard. That's the only term I could come up with. What More you're saying programs, is
0: yeah. based on your review of best practices. Correct. Your your size your size is is what appears to be best practice. Absolutely. Best practice. We looked at
13: City of Edmonton, City of Calgary, AirDrie. And just because yeah.
0: there's an anecdote of somebody planning a sapling. And making it grow to be uh, humongous redwood does not, <laughs> flood the does, does, does not undermine your argument. Correct.
9: But, your Worship, when you look at the boulevards in Edmonton, and I those those trees are under a lot more stress because those boulevards are like what used to be on 111th Street, where you had two lanes here two lanes there and then you had a 10 foot strip and they were trying to grow trees in there mm-hmm. and i was you know i had to mow around those and they were continually replacing those just because that's a very tough environment trees yeah. and the city of edmonton way back when they they tried to water those on a regular basis just because it's such a harsh environment city of edmonton also has you know as part of their urban design in their new neighborhoods that they they specifically repair boulevards and they try to get trees to grow in it. Mm-hmm. You know, which is to me is totally different than we're talking about the boulevards on on some of our residential streets, where where they're planting it there, where there is not that same pavement on both sides, where the trees naturally get get enough moisture that they do reasonably well. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think to me there, there's a difference.
3: Well, I, mean, I, I would put a motion on the fire Worship, the table this to a future GMP meeting. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <coughs> Making sure that Councilor Burr is in attendance at that meeting. <laughs> Your motion might <will> be defeated. <laughs> we okay, have voted. All in favor of Councilor motion. Opposed?
0: Motion is carried. Okay, a uh, request for decisions decision. County leads on to the Peace the Peace River Regional Recreational Complex. Right. Correct,
13: correct. Um, Administration is is requesting of council, if you so choose, to assign a council liaison, as it were, to the project team uh, for the duration of the construction of the PRRC. Um, We thought this might be a valuable tool to keep council informed and a part of the process um, if a council member has time. The other proposal within this uh, document is a recommendation to maintain two seats or the opportunity for the members of council that have been appointed to the Regional Recreation Facility Committee to (coughs) attend meetings when they can, um, based on their schedules and so forth. So not necessarily having three places at the table but the opportunity for um, council representatives to come in and sit in on meetings, um, just to be a part of the process and provide that communication flow. Uh,
5: Well, I
2: might want to volunteer, Mr. Mayor. (coughs) (laughs) But I think it's a wonderful idea. From the experiences of Rotary House, Mm -hmm. that really helps whoever's in the background knowing about the project, but if you don't give timeline details and stuff, it, it just doesn't help the whole overall.
3: Yeah, I, I, it sounds as overall on the same page. I thought maybe I'd have to sell this idea, but, uh, um, uh, I, I just default to the, to my short experience with Rotary House. And I think what I saw there was the, uh, uh once the group started, this is largely driven by, uh, of peace housing but also by the architect so basically the requirement was for the two-week look ahead schedule and then the construction schedule and i think what happened uh, as the group came together uh, i think a lot of people felt much more comfortable working with the general contractor and i think the big the big savings is that they uh, they put an end to these damn change orders and they cost you big money uh somebody and and i'm looking at jim here but there will be issues when you build a 23 million dollar facility. Absolutely there will be uh, So what I saw in my short time at the Rotary Group was uh, um, You know the, the electrical guy from Grimshaw or the the uh, the concrete guy from inland or, or the e-construction guys uh, They became quite comfortable with the general and uh, it became a problem-solving discussion and uh, it sort of avoided the, the, the finger-pointing and no, you don't put down the tile on the floor before you put the drywall up. Uh, you know there's those kinds of little things. So uh, I, I think it's a great idea. How we uh, tackle it, I wasn't sure, but I was looking at the two committee members, and if uh, they, they choose not to go, then it sounds as though the deputy mayor is interested. But uh, yes, I'm. I too would attend if if needed. That's my commercial.
0: There's a number of uh, volunteers. Uh, are you guys actually interested? Like being a permanent? You need to have time. Well, I understand, understand that. and I think that that's the biggest problem. Is you know, depending on when these meetings are, is whether or not guys are available. So I like the concept that Daniel's put forward. I'd certainly like to stay involved with the project. Um, but again, if we can have somebody that can attend all the meetings, be that the deputy mayor or, or Colin or, or any other representative from council, I see the value to that. uh, I would suggest that the mayor make the decision as to who the rep should be on the the group. He's not going to say the mayor, is he? No. (laughs) No, because this will be during the day, I'm sure, right?
8: This will be... uh,
13: That's correct. Typically it
8: would be and it'll board. be yeah. usually run bi weekly meetings, so every two weeks uh be during the day. But if uh a counselor could make it
3: once a month, I think it'll be a benefit. So, get so, so, so. No, they need to be there more than that. So So Mar- Marshall Lee is familiar with this process as a, as is VR two. They're not well, we're we're not introducing something that
13: not at all. We actually had our startup meeting a week and a half ago, yeah. is that correct? June thirteenth? um and discuss the concept with them during the meeting the agenda template provided to you is straight from the proposal of our architect and, and yeah
3: and is it fair to say these meetings are an hour or less or maybe may uh, an hour they and a half
8: run anywhere from an hour to two hours and mm-hmm. usually there's a certain point, like the early meetings or but, but, the, the, but the key point is we're not introducing something to the contractor that he doesn't
3: no, there, isn't, uh, there isn't prepared to
8: do. And to give you an example, I was working on an aquatic center down in Sherwood Park uh, before I came up to the town. And part of the project meetings, we had two counselors uh, from the county that would regularly attend the meetings. So it's not something unusual at all. And just another thing schools usually do that as well when they are building
2: schools. Okay. Renov-
13: For example, I spoke with Holy Family in regards to the Grimshaw project and the Alberta infrastructure is the project manager and the two school divisions and the town has a seat at the table purely as a liaison communicator, not necessarily project direction in that in that particular case.
0: Okay, let's uh, make a motion on this.
9: I'll make a motion worship that the peace river appoint a council representative to the Peace Regional Recreation Center Project P as a liaison to council and enable appointed representatives of the Regional Recreation Facility Committee to ten project meetings as available. So the council
0: or uh the mayor?
9: Well just appoint someone so you can appoint someone that in that level you want well if you guys want to appoint somebody you need to
0: make uh we either have to have a vote on it or we uh
9: we appoint someone right now well then i'll change my motion to appoint Councilor needham to be the council representative
0: okay so uh, all in favor
3: Uh, if for some reason I can't yes. make a meeting, I'll rely on the deputy mayor as an alternate, maybe. But I'll sort that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, I was, uh, Councilor Robert, uh made a motion to appoint uh, call, uh, Councilor Needham as the town's representative to the Peace as the town's representative to the Peace Street Recreation. We should call it the Peace River Recreation Center Project Team, as liaison to council and enable the appointment reps of the rep rec facility committee to attend project meetings. So uh, I'm hoping, Mr. Needham, you, you will uh, supply us with with updates similar to what you've done with Rotary House
3: well no absolutely and and i again i characterize these meetings as you know <laughs> this is the biggest capital project that the town of peace river has undertaken in years and uh, um, so it's pretty exciting i think it's great to keep everybody in the loop and um, and I, I consider this problem solving now uh, the only other question i have was uh did not to get this committee too unruly but remind me who our recreation Never of barges um I, I think i should leave this topic alone but we what's our external committee uh we well, have the,
13: the community services board
3: community services yeah. board. whether or not there was any room for more but
13: i i thought actually about that as i was creating this document and right now we don't have a member um and we are having a meeting on wednesday that it would fit sure well, i i i
0: i special. see lots okay. of okay yeah. we we don't want to expand yeah. this yeah I, I, That's why I didn't this include is them. This is not uh, public, yeah. this, is, uh, this is not uh, engineering by public. Yeah. No, I that
3: was my idea, Your Worship, not Tanya's. I, I should uh, withdraw. I was musing out loud. I'm certainly prepared to attend and I'll bring back the reports.
13: Just a quick note in terms of the communications aspect of it, um, we are looking into web, web camming, the construction process also. So that can be an exciting tool for us to do some time-lapse photos and information that will stream, if I'm using the terminology correctly, Autumn can correct me if I'm wrong, um, some of that kind of,
0: yeah. Be cool. yeah
13: it, it makes it, again, biggest project for us outside of the water treatment plant, and it'd be great for the public to see some of it.
7: Via the internet.
0: Great, um, so we're now on 12. Request for decision library board members appointment. Oh. Is this
13: again? Correct, it is myself again. We have two new uh, members um, being proposed for the library board, which is timely as they are losing actually three members in total. Currently they um, have two members that have stepped down, but a third is stepping away. Uh, the board has provided a motion for each of the applications that they're in support and as for the bylaw council is required to appoint the individuals for three-year terms if
11: they are in agreement with
13: these appointments
9: i'll make that motion to appoint Dr. turcot and melissa earl to the town of peace river library
7: board for the term of three years thank you
0: uh. The next mm-hmm. is request for decision attendance at the Peace River School Division. Mm-hmm. So this has happened on July 1st. Um, so, uh, Ms. Bell, remind me of what the Canada Day celebration starts at what time? Ah, uh,
13: um, 11 a.m
3: it says one o'clock uh
13: 11 a.m at the museum right. and then one o'clock at the park
0: okay yeah. and so the mayor will be uh tied up the original request Correct. was for the mayor to <laughs> bring greetings on behalf of the town to the high school grad and so it's going to be difficult for me to make that um, this is july 1st they're going to have their grad which, which probably makes sense because now the kids will actually focus on the diplomas and they won't think, oh, the diplomas are just the icing on the cake here. We don't have to focus <coughs> in on them like the, the kids from the Catholic school. Um, so, uh, so they would like uh, Emily Powers uh, from the graduating class of 2017 uh, asked for someone from uh, the town council to bring one to two minutes of greetings. I would uh, suggest that the deputy mayor may be the perfect person for this, wow. given her background. In
2: yeah. Put it this way, they only started after doing it at the end of the uh, school year. Once I left uh, the position as principal, for uh, reasons that uh, I could go into. But yes, I would go if uh,
5: I could. Can the deputy, can the deputy mayor de-
3: deliver a one-minute speech? I've got. I can deliver
0: a thirty-second speech, oh, wow. and it's no problem. So. Uh you so they wanted an RSVP by pointing the school. <clears throat> so by uh, June the 16th, we passed that date.
2: When we received this, we didn't receive this until
0: later. I called the school the day that we received
2: them and let them know it was coming to council and that I would respond to them tomorrow morning.
0: And Emily Powers accosted me at the seniors' the seniors' supper last Wednesday and asked me, "Where are you guys going to be there or not?" So, uh, can we enable the deputy mayor to, uh, to uh, provide a short speech at the press ceremony?
3: Your, your Worship, I would put a motion on the floor to enable the uh, mayor for July 1st uh, Peace 10 graduation ceremony. The deputy mayor. I'm sorry, deputy mayor. Are you going to be able to do this? <coughs> okay. I'll do it.
0: Thank you. All in favor? Okay, um, request for decision, council participation in Peace Fest pancake breakfast. We kind of touched on this. Jeff McCann uh, would like us to flip pancakes for him. uh, Peace Fest on July 8th at 8.30 in the morning. Who is would be able to attend? I
4: can do a little bit, but I have a family commitment that day too. So
0: will you be there at 8:30 or will you I would be, be there?
4: there at 8:30. I'd probably have to leave by 10.
0: Okay. Oh, well, that's that hopefully breakfast, by breakfast by will be over by 10. Moving into 11, that's yeah. yeah. I'll be out of time. <coughs> Normally I do attend that, but uh, this year I'm not at town and deputy mayor um yes i've indicated that i would i'll vote yeah i'll uh i'll attend as well so so deputy mayor myself councilor near councilor burr and councilor
11: well, why do you just there. stay? To
9: stay up. Stay yeah. stay up. Oh. <laughs> he ended up doing that
0: last year. If <laughs> you correctly. Stay up, just don't drive.
5: Okay. So we just <laughs> <didn't> drive.
0: <laughs> uh, Well, that's the impression I got. Yeah. Typically, they have stuff pretty much ready to go. Um, okay. It's not like the tables are full at 8:30. Okay. You're gonna get a few people,
2: but I think they wanted a couple of shifts, two hours apiece or something like that.
0: Oh, I thought I read that someplace I don't remember. It's yeah. Funny hey, yeah, are, uh, yeah. yeah, you can get the details for us. <coughs> so who's making that motion to I'll make that motion. Okay, to enable mayor and council to participate in the pancake practice okay, and bring greetings on behalf of the town, all in favor? Is the press going to make this a good news item? Council will be flipping pancakes, July 8th. Um, Request for decision on advanced vote and incapacitated electors. So
1: before council's a uh, a report, now we're going to get into uh, a whole bunch of election type items over the next um, couple of meetings. Just to clarify, advanced polling dates and other um, provisions to allow for a straightforward and non-controversial election with no Russian meddling or whatever it takes to make sure that it's it's pretty clean I the Russians don't have a IP well, well i think we're off the radar but we'll literally uh keep up the security to make sure um so this this report is looking for two items uh the uh, provision of advanced voting dates and the provision of allowing for the attendance of a deputy at a residence for incapacitated um, uh, voter. Um, there's some background information, um, talking about how in the past um, there's been requests for incapacitated, incapacitated voters um, to uh, have staff come and take their votes, whether it's at their residence or um, other places such as a hospital or whatnot. Um, that's something that we would would provide. Um, And then the the setting of advanced voting dates. Um, We'd like to propose October 5th from 1230 to 430 p.m. at the Peace Regional Pool. And then October 12th as a second advanced voting date, 1230 to 430 p.m. at Heritage Towers. And then October 13th um, for incapacitated um, uh, electors. So there's a couple options there, council could approve these dates, they could look to change them. Um, there's talk about financial costs, these have been built into the election budget, so we're not necessarily going to save money if we don't do this, but, you know, it's, it's uh, probably, um, it, it's a, something we've done in the past and a good service and, and good for democracy moving forward. I just have uh, one question
2: about the, the first uh, date in particular. Um, well, first of all, they're both kind of in the afternoon times, so if somebody, <coughs> I don't know, can't make afternoons, um, then they're out of luck for advance voting. So I'm wondering if the October 5th could be changed so it, I don't know, went to 8pm or something. Start later, go to 8pm.
0: So Throw it out there, so, I don't know. So how many uh, did we have last time? How many advanced polling days did we have last time and what were the times on those? And actually, I don't recall this ever coming to
9: council. <laughs> um, it did happen last time, I didn't know it did. Well, did well we had advanced polling like days,
0: a but I don't, I don't recall council actually uh, authorizing it but.
9: Yeah, so
1: we did see the, the report from this Bench last time. Um, there were three, actually three advanced polling days last time. Okay. Um, the discussion with staff who participated felt that due to the, um, the, the decision then was to try to, to add a, an extra date back in, in 2013. Um, we're not really sure if this is, if it's a requirement, all, all the, they were all the same time too. They were all from 1230 to 430. Um, two advanced days is, is more than sufficient to, to provide for for adequate coverage in terms of um, getting electors out. We what? could look at staggering the dates of, or the times a little bit. So if you wanted one of those times, say to go from 2.30 to 6.30, instead of 12.30 to 4.30, you know, that's where we're agreeable to something like that. Um, the main election day um, voting does go, I wanna say from 10.30 to, to 8.00 p.m. So. You know, there's there's a wide range
9: there, but if you did it at the pool, could whoever is manning the desk do no. that, or do they have to be totally isolated? No, no, they're be, they can't be that. Do yeah, no, they, there, there's returning officers and polling clerks. Uh, well, doesn't take much yeah. to be a returning officer, does it? You swear, sign a bible or something.
2: I know, but there's there's the a certain court. amount of training to to do.
9: Oh, Pool's too busy. The Russians might be getting
2: in <laughs> <laughs> So, um, I'm in agreement that the advanced, uh, the incapacitated electric one should go that way. My motion, if I was to make it though, would change the um, October 5th times. To what? Um, three o'clock to seven o'clock? Yeah. o'clock. Okay, I move that the council establish um, advanced polling on October 5th from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., October 12th, 12.30 to 4.30 p.m., and established 9.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. on October 13th for incapacitated electors voting at home.
9: What locations? These are one at uh, the Heritage tower and one of those was at the pool. So
2: add into my motion um, the pool for October 5th, Heritage Towers for October 12th, and then home is
0: home. Well. Okay, all in favor? Yes. Uh, okay. Next item is. Uh, training for elected officials so this is a upcoming
1: requirement and change in the municipal government act that states a municipality must in accordance with the regulations offer orientation training to each councillor to be held within 90 days after the councillor take the oath of office Um, so administration is trying to uh, to accommodate this upcoming requirement and uh, figure out a way to uh, provide (coughs) this council a way to to make that happen. Um, So municipal affairs and AUMA um, are um, offering elected officers education program uh, at a number of locations throughout the province between October 30th and January 12th of 2018. And given these changes, administration feel that um, both new and returning elected officials would benefit from this training and are recommending that council consider making attendance at the training mandatory requirement for all elected officials of the town of Peace River. Um, So staff are also proposing that the councilors attend the November 2nd to 3rd, 2017 session in, in Grand Prairie. It's the closest one, um, and pay for those costs as, as part of a court or part of them um, being a counselor. If a counselor is not able to t- attend, um, they would be free to attend the, any of the other sessions, um, but it'd be a requirement that that they would have to pay for it themselves. So. Again, a couple options here, the council make the attendance compulsory for all elected officials. Um, Then the other option, council not make training compulsory but instruct administration to arrange the elected officers education program with respect to compliance um, with the MGA section 201.1. The council's recommendation is for option one to
0: make the attendance um yeah i'm, I'm really not following this so mm-hmm. uh so the elected officials education program that you want counselors to attend is this the is this the thing that uh our friends at uh mmsa put on no okay no this is through the provincial government so is this doing, is this at Actually at the AUMA. No. No. So, so you can go to the AUMA, uh, but it doesn't count. Convention. That's correct. This is a this is a two-day
1: course called Municipalities 101, the Essentials of Municipal Governance.
0: So, last last time around, you went to the AUMA convention and you attended the pre-convention sessions, and that was good enough. So what happened in between? It's my understanding that the legislation
1: is is requiring a stronger training program to be offered
9: to elected officials. My two bits are, I thought, you know, between what administration would provide us when we started and attending the MSA and attending the one session down there, I thought that was lost. I guess, you know, and I personally would not have to go through all again if, if I decide to run. I, you know, like, to me, that would be further so than I don't know that we would learn anything. So, like, I think it should be mandatory for new newly elected, but not, not returning counselors. I mean, if we haven't figured out by now, I think there could be an issue. Uh, but I don't think it's an option, is it, as of July 1st? It, so, it's, what, what, it's what's going got happen? The NGA. No, I understand it says you have to count the town, we have to offer it, but it's not mandatory that councilors take it. That's correct. Oh. Yes, yeah, so the town has to offer it.
1: We would encourage the councilors to partake in it, but we cannot enforce that. And if council wanted to have some other mechanism to enforce that, they would have to do it through um, an existing bylaw. So just
2: for your information, the MMSA one, they're not going to do it because these came out?
0: so what about the AUMA would they be offering it still because this is coming out they're encouraging everybody to do it there so maybe this will be the only option
2: so AUMA and AAMDC have come up with this program which is the two-day course on this that and everything and it's my understanding that yes there would still be sessions offered before conventions and so on but i don't know Whatever. And I think the other thing that plays into this is that this training is supposed to be offered within 90 days of the election. And um, that. So I know um, Mr. Town mentioned um, Grand Prairie. Manning is also able or having one on December 11th and 12th.
1: It's later, whatever, but. What we are unsure of, and really, you know, we're really committing to spending. $200 per counselor. Um, we're uncertain about when we can cancel that. So for example, you know, if we do have the election in late October, um, early October, can we cancel a week before this and send some of the many or whatnot? So again, we're just looking for, to to offer this um, without the certainty of, of when we can cancel that and try to reschedule and, and how that would work out. So the compulsory part of
2: it in the recommendation um i I guess i see why i think it should be compulsory but is it legitimate to make it compulsory if we don't have it um i don't know in a code of conduct or
1: something which we have to do before then right that's another requirement that is that'll be coming to council in the next couple months I'm not sure what that framework is going to look like, but
3: it's something that we'll be coming forward. theoretically then, if you were a newly elected councillor and didn't take the training, is there a uh, prohibition, i.e. you cannot attend a a council meeting because you haven't taken this, or that's yet to be determined? It's to be determined, yes. So why don't we just uh,
0: uh, you you have to take these sessions and if you don't take these sessions then you don't get paid until you take the sessions. That could be an option that comes up but you can still want just something
1: paid hmm. just and That that's an option. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. well I mean whatever whatever council wants to do with the code <coughs> of conduct to try to encourage
9: certainly can't accuse the mayor of not thinking outside the box (laughs) (laughs) so
3: make make, make it make it compulsory on on November 1st we'll worry about it
2: (laughs) so somebody can help me with this motion Uh, I move that council be enabled to attend the elected officials uh, courses offered through EOEP um, and the preference go to November 2nd and 3rd, 2017 in Grand Prairie but, well, Why won't we go to Manny? Well I said the preference you could still go to Manny if you wish High Prairie? Yes, High Prairie is January 11th and 12th
0: Again, I'm just speaking from my own experience, and I would say the sooner you get new council members in and get the course into them, the sooner they're gonna understand the process. Mm -hmm. So why would you wait three months and go in January when you can go in November 2nd?
4: Is this a big debate because we actually have to register for the courses right now, or are we just making a motion saying that we're gonna require this? We're just trying to plan
0: ahead. It's already required, right?
5: Well, yeah, no, he's saying
4: it's not required. It's saying that we have to offer it, but it's not required for people to attend. Okay. So I guess I'm confused about what we're looking for. Are we looking to set the dates, or are we just looking to say we make this mandatory for all elected officials, whether they're new or not? It's later, right. Date to be determined with when the new council is elected. And, and that could happen. Is that what you're wanting
1: though? Like I know I guess I'm not sure what what we're debating here. I I guess in effect staff is looking to, for authority, to um, set up some registration dates and times, which is our way of offering this. Um, But why would we need to do that? Why
4: can't we just say we're going to make this mandatory for all newly elected or all elected officials. And then after that election, that's the first order of business on the first council agenda is, okay, you need to do this mandatory training. Here are the available dates. Who wants to go when? Is that not something that we can do? Like, I guess that's what I'm confused about.
1: I I guess we could, but we can't guarantee if the uh, individual individual. sessions will be filled or
9: not. I think that'd be the only um, real challenge. I'm not sure the deputies, I've attended a number of these and they typically limit out at 30. Like these aren't courses, well, and this could be different. But the one I did on emergency services, I did two or three where I went down to Edmonton and and they were always no more than 30 people in the course.
0: Yeah, but the one MMSA MSA put on for us was, which would have been sufficient, and it was only
9: one day, was, uh,
0: there was at least 60 plus people. That, That was different.
9: But I'm saying if this is elected official stuff, those have always been limited to 30. I doubt this one, but I think that just because of if you count how many of them are there,
0: Rod, and every if every municipality has to send their reps, there's going to be more than thirty people at those. Mm-hmm. So, I, yeah. So the question that uh, Councilor Benky put forward is, why is this council making this this decision? a decision to make it compulsory, and the decision to to uh, sign people up. You guys can always, or you guys sign people up for this, that, and everything anyhow, so you can get <laughs> set the so, people up for banning or whatever, and uh, you can cancel it the day uh, the day after an election, or the day after the first council meeting. You Make this your first, look, look how organized you guys will be. The first. So session. I think the organization
2: is that the town admin has to um, put this, uh, out there, it has to organize it. That is their requirement under the MGA. And I guess I'm thinking the town is wanting to get this organized sooner than later. Well, so, my motion did say something about enabling council to attend these sessions with a preference in Grand Prairie. And I don't know if that did anything.
0: I guess for most of us, it's kind of like uh, let the next council decide. I think uh, the town can organize. This is we we never organized any of this the last time around. So I've been asked about getting the judge ready. I mean, we we're now asked about getting uh, reserving sessions at at these elected officials courses where. Uh, but none of that was ever done. It was kind of like you guys organize it, and you can always cancel it if seven people don't show up. And when it came to the judge, like I said, is usually that's the the, the the incoming mayor will have some preference as to who uh, who will do the swearing in. I put out Rick Mac and Rick is his name, Rick Rick Macintosh. So you can contact him yeah this administration seems to be kind of keen on being organized so uh that's fine Um, but i don't know why you need our motion on this you can you can reserve seven spots in grand Prairie or seven spots in manning or or seven in both and then cancel when you don't have enough
4: i mean i can't imagine they're not anticipating they're going to get if they even get registrations before the election that they're going to get cancellations because we're gonna be planning for seven other people sitting around this table with no idea what their what their own personal commitments are. So I don't I guess I'm just not sure. I like I have no problem in theory, you know, with what the mayor is saying. We are enabling everybody to go, the preferences that they go on these dates, but I, I can't imagine that the expectation is is that we make these plans for people who aren't
1: even sitting around this table yet. So what we can do, I think, to uh, finish this up is um The online registration starts on July 5th. We could start to do that, register people, find out the logistics around that, um, and see what that looks like, report back to council if we think there's an issue, like if we have to make a firm commitment or discuss cancellation, that kind kind of stuff, and then come back on what the actual uh, council requirement in terms of a motion is regarding this this training, and maybe we do that in conjunction with them,
0: any code of conduct changes. So did you have a motion on the table, Deputy Mayor? Mm-hmm. And what was your motion?
2: I've forgotten. I have it. Was to I think it was enabling counselors, enabling counselors to attend uh, this training and preference going to the Grand Prairie
0: session. Okay. Uh, so motion, so on the table. So,
9: on the fair, on the fair. I think we should let him out. Well, that was on
0: Disposition okay. 2016 surplus.
1: Okay, so before council is a report on the uh, year-end results and disposition of the 2016 surplus. So, um, council's received and approved the consolidated financial statements, um, which talk about the overall performance of the town and all the funds of the town, operating, capital and reserve funds, and and the year-end position is is reported on that basis. Um, so, when we strip out that information um, and talk about the operating fund. We're able to report on on the results of the operating fund and what to do with with that surplus and and imbalance. First thing I wanna talk about is in 2016, there was one significant item that um, helped uh, generate our our surplus position and that was uh, funding towards the regional airport. Um, with the decision of our municipal partners to assist in funding, something that we didn't budget for. Um, We received a significant amount of money to help towards the operations um, of the airport in 2016. Um, So two two municipalities um, paid in 2016 for 2016 operations. The other two started their payments in 2017. Um, But at the end of the day, when you look at what we um, anticipated the airport's year in position would have been, um, they actually had in their own internal surplus of $23,431. So in terms of um, um, being really transparent to our partners, and since we're almost treating the airport as its own individual little entity, since they're giving us money towards it, um, it's only fair that we um, isolate those funds the surplus position of the airport, and use that for uh, future costs to help offset um, operating costs and potential funding require requirements at the facility. And that amount would be three hundred and forty-six thousand six hundred and fifty-four dollars. So three hundred and forty-six thousand six hundred and fifty-four is the airport surplus. That's correct. Okay. The Balance of the amount, so the 2016 surplus for the town was $449,739. Um, it's a significant amount, uh, but there's a couple pretty major factors that, that go into cre- the creation of that number. Um, first item is tax revenues being um, favorable variance, and these are items that were identified and discussed at our monthly variance reports. Um, So, you know, it's been a while, but if you go back and look at some of these, you know, they're they're not going to be a a significant surprise. Um, The tax revenues were $119,000 over budget. Um, That was really, you know, assessment appeals and other valuation changes were significantly less than, than expected and what was budgeted for. Contracted snow removal. Um, was a favorable amount of about 170 thousand dollars. We really only had to marshal external resources once during 2016. Um, so during during that calendar year, um, <coughs> significantly under under budget. Uh, revenues on um, outstanding taxes and on our bank balances were a favorable amount of just over 51 thousand dollars. Um, Staffing and benefits for the entire organization were a favorable amount of about $23,000. Utilities, which were identified during those variance reports, um, favorable amount of just under $54,000. But then the water and sewer fund, we had talked about the revenue challenges there, consumption being 10% less than than what we had expected earlier in the year. I don't know what the final number is, but it was less than what we budgeted for. Um, they have an unfavorable amount of about 183000 when you look at that fund in its its totality. And again, um, uh, revenue pressures were, were there. Um, when you take those amounts, the difference um, from those and the, the reported surplus is about $215,000. That's the balance of the account. So everything from other contracted services um, you know, transfers, internal transfers, um, um, consulting, um, other other bills, um, um, fees, that type of stuff. You know, so there, that's about 215000 over the balance of the thousand accounts. Um, so in that amount, and if that amount is transferred to the Millbrain Stabiliz- Stabilization Reserve, and we do have a policy that does state that the unallocated um, operating surplus does get transferred there. Um, that'll increase the balance to 900, $947,984, which can be used to mitigate or offset um, taxation challenges and other items in the future. There's two recommendations for council. The council approved the transfer of from the unallocated 26 operating surplus, fund surplus to the airport operating reserve. And the council approved transfer of $449,739 from the unallocated 2016 operating fund surplus to the mill rate stabilization reserve. Is there any questions on any of these items?
0: Make that motion? So, yeah, I mean, your numbers don't quite add up, though, What am I missing here? So, you have, uh, so you got 346000 uh, uh $446,000, and that is for airport, and you're going to transfer that directly to the airport operating reserve. Okay. Yes. Um then you have a surplus of four four nine points four hundred and forty call it four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Then you add on it hundred and nineteen and you add on it hundred and seventy. No that's So that, that 119 makes up part of that
1: 450,000. Okay. okay. So I'm really just trying to say. Of the $450,000 surplus, these are the chunks or the portions that, it's, that encompasses that amount or makes up that amount. And where's the 215,000 come So if you take the one, two, three, four, five, six items that I mentioned there, um, the 215 is the difference of those six
0: items from that $450,000. okay. So, so I take my 450,000, I subtract these off, and then I add on the 183, and I I should be short another 215,000 that's come from Sun three accounts. That's correct. Okay. So there's a motion on the table from Councillor Byrd to uh, adopt administration's recommendations, on in period. So now we can dip into that male stabilization fund and build another arena. Isn't that why, why you, that's what you wanted, right? So for us to take money out of reserves again? Okay. Uh offer of a reward.
1: <coughs> so this is um, an option that um, administration is proposing to council to see if there's any interest in offering offering a reward to try to reduce repeating vandalism in the town. Um, Proposal will be up to $10,000 for information leading to an arrest and a conviction of a person, a person's 20, 000, or person's- 1,000 or 1,000, sorry. <laughs> the person's responsible for <clears throat> offensive and graffiti and try to it, limit and reduce um, those offenses. We're still working on the mechanics of how we would do this, whether it be through some established organization like Crime Stoppers or something a bit more independent how um, the information would be transmitted from the public to um, uh, another source but you know we're really looking for council's approval of the concept and then we'll finalize the the, um, the how of uh, of how we're going to make this work and try to limit and reduce some um, these activities throughout town so
2: so there's been a, a spat of this type of gra- graffiti lately, is that what I'm understanding?
1: Yes, a, a fairly significant uptake in okay. graffiti. And the town's usual
2: policy with respect to graffiti is to clean it up as quick as possible, as quick as it's reported? And That's quietly. And quietly, okay. Um, so I, I guess as long as somebody at admin is prepared to um, somehow monitor this so that they can figure out that A. reported B's vandalism when C. has also a report about B's vandalism you know how do you come up with the logistics of it but maybe that's another topic another group
7: just in the experience I have the uh I think the way of doing this is going through crime Stoppers and uh, just offering them the money to, to hand out for the, for that reward or rewards. And the, the question I would have is, depending on how this works out, and I don't want to jeopardize any of the ongoing or current investigations that are going on, but are there multiple tags? Because I, I know there's lots of graffiti out there. Are we looking for one, two, or... Like are the tags by one person or? Seems to be two. So two different. So that will reward that goes out, Crime Stoppers could use it as two rewards and split that up into two portions. Uh, if, if it's depending on, uh, on what information reports come in, there might be tri- there might be multiple.
0: Well, you're just asking for thousand dollars in the budget. Or are you asking for two thousand dollars in the budget. We're just are asking that for the one thousand, thousand per dollars per, per, per event that. or per.
1: No, it wouldn't. It would not be. Okay. The recommendation, yeah. as written, is not on a per event basis. It be.
0: Um, That would be the maximum. And do you start a reward program? The details that you'll work out later. Whether it's through crime stoppers or whether you report back to council.
5: And this is for
2: any vandalism, not necessarily this particular. No. So it's graffiti
0: on it. Yeah. Are you targeting what's been done?
2: How how can you target that graffiti but not
0: that graffiti for the award? These they're not. They're targeting graffiti. Period. Okay. The town has recently experienced a significant increase in the amount of graffiti in the town.
1: If council wants to change the recommendation to be X amount per
0: per individual or per I would say incident. My my thought on it would be you would put a thousand dollars per Incident up to a maximum of say 5,000 that way if you, mm-hmm. you know because again when you put a reward up Orin's right you could get two or three guys that are willing to turn in their friends for a thousand dollars And we say oh, no, we didn't mean that one. we meant three hundred and thirty-three dollars each So If you're going to see a thousand dollar reward You better be prepared to be a thousand dollars per event
7: and, Like I would like I would definitely like to target that uh that incident up on the west hill like that that's one that's one individual there there's some other stuff down downtown and, le- and like you say Councilor subject that could be a multiple of people so I totally agree with your your ideas or
3: why don't we test drive this motion and see where it takes us if we get situation where there's multiple people then administration can bring us back something and Tell us we have to change the amount or use the three thirty three model or or whatever, but
9: um, But we could specifically identify the individual who did rotary house and but if
0: But you, you might not get somebody turning that guy in, right? Yeah.
9: Yeah. Well but, then we don't we don't pay it out
0: well, then. Well then you then you gotta be very specific. You can't just put a thousand dollar award for graffiti. It's gotta be for the graffiti that was done to
9: such and such a structure. Yeah. Well well, I, I mean I'm just that's one to <coughs> limit how many we pay out.
2: Or it's you pay out the first one.
9: That leads. Well, I'm worried you're gonna get some eight year old that, you know, sprays a little thing on the school and he gets caught and get turned in mm-hmm. and get paid out for that. And the one we really wanna get doesn't doesn't like I want personally like to see some limits on this of exactly what it is. Maybe we we only give out a
0: reward if we can publish the the offender's name in the newspaper
3: <laughs> well I, I, maybe i'm the guy that caused this i'm not sure but um, and i don't want to take counsel back with a bunch of useless words from Colin. but allow me around <coughs> the, the rotary house this community has built that project for five years it's been the center Of community pride and to see what happened to that building just sickens me and as far as I'm concerned you can find those bums and run them out of town and I said that to the RCMP when they were here and I think the reference was into drug dealers so I don't know what administration needs to make this work but um, we need to give somebody knows something and and if this is the trick and I've been told that this will do it and and tell me what the words are. I, I don't know. I'm not in the law enforcement business I'm not in the graffiti business, but I do know that that hurts me and it hurts the community And that's not the community pride that we need to we need to demonstrate we need to clean this up So I'm not partial to the words one way or the other. Just tell me what they are and fix the damn problem
0: So why don't we do it by count? the council approved the posting of a thousand dollar reward for information leading to the red R- arrest and conviction of a person or persons responsible for the vandalism uh, on slash at Shell Rotary House. I'm fine with that. Do you don't want to make that
3: motion? Yeah. Yes, I so will, Your Worship. Okay.
0: I'm going to call for a vote. All in favor? Opposed? Unanimous. Okay so we are uh, at reports
7: your worship if uh, i may ask you sir is there any other graffiti in town s- similar to this incident that we need to look at and address uh, uh, it's just cleaned
13: up. we've we've addressed them all immediately yeah. after they happen so at this point i don't believe you could go and uh backtrack so we've we just deal with it quietly cover it up make it go away the next day um and it's a very good tactic the rotary house is is pretty extreme so that and that
14: particular i think those two yeah. are related
13: well and it's i the don't same tag here. again at this point i say let the rcmp do their the good work that they do
0: Okay, and we're on check registry. Any questions on the check registry?
4: Can I put a motion on you except for information? Is that what we do?
0: Yeah. Any, uh, okay, all in there. Okay, um, Council for Reports, you should just eliminate this right off the agenda. Uh, we've got uh, five, under, five items under information. Uh, Mighty Peace Watershed Alliance. Is there anything here you want to underscore, Deputy Mayor? I'd advise people to go to the
2: website and look at the maps that are rather a little bit interactive.
0: Okay. Um, we have a, a thank you letter from the Friends of the Syrians Committee. And they. Uh, they extended their thanks to the town of Peace River for our support, which is nice to see. We don't often get a thank you letter for our harassment groups. That's uh, a nice touch. Uh, we even received a letter from the Peace River School Division. All, all the work that uh, Mr. Barker is doing with the Peace River School Division must be paying off. In, in space. Um, so we remind me. What did we? Uh, what did we donate on on, on this particular? Market? This was. Is uh,
2: this? Uh, so this is the this meeting is the that education? Councillor Burr and I
4: attended. No, no, no. This was no. a thank you to some event. Is this is
0: where we. we Wasn't this an education That's event? Oh, so, was it what was that? Was an education event. It was so it was for
9: their staff. It has a staff, staff Is it, it, it a silent file? Oh, a
0: silent auction. I okay. file. Okay, that's, that's. Very helpful. Nice. Uh, so another nice thank you letter, and a letter received from the Beach River School Division. <coughs> this one was uh to do with the May 16th. Uh, may 17th meeting and uh just acknowledging our attendance along with minutes to uh to that meeting
2: so mr mayor just a comment on number eight the size of school grounds which was our question they did give a little more detail in the actual conversation that's not within these minutes so this was for future school grounds and they had a size depending on the, the grade level and the number of
0: students in the school. So, Trustee Crawford spoke to the current sizes of our schools and advised there are no or any current regulations or standards other than 10% municipal slash school reserve set aside when municipalities are developing. Ideally, ideal location we take into consideration various factors, student population and area, topography, access and traffic concerns. Um, So does that help us or hinder us, that answer? Well, it tells us generally
2: enough what it was, but Mr. Burr, um, do you remember that they said grade, I don't know, one to nine schools of 100 students, it was so many acres, add another acre per 100 student, that sort of thing. I'll look back at my notes again, but I think I maybe already forwarded that. So it's
0: just a it's just for planning in the future and whatever. Okay. Next item on the agenda is um, the uh, municipal planning commission meeting minutes and the last this was for the one held on Monday, March the twentieth, twenty seventeen. And I understand you the NPC has another meeting on July the third. Correctly.
2: Then, uh, we haven't been asked haven't about been that yet. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and July
4: the 3rd is a yeah, holiday. thing. We we don't Town mm. people, anyhow. Right, yeah. Well, not just the town people. Yeah. I don't have to work that day. <laughs> Why do you?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, so uh, maybe a motion to accept
1: your, your worship before we continue. Um, we missed our addition oh okay the uh, so staff are looking um ministers brian mason and and regine sohi will be coming to town on july 7th um council and say are invited to a 45-minute meeting with the ministers at 9am and then a public announcement to follow um so we'd be looking for an enabling motion for for
0: council to attend. Okay, I'll deal with that after we get the information for one done. So, a motion to accept uh, items 11.1 through 11.5 inclusive for information? i so awesome. move. All in favor? Okay, and so this next item is what date is this? July 7th? That's correct. And uh, so it's a morning meeting? Yes, not a young 9am and where do we meet
14: here council chambers or where do we have a location for i can uh their communications team will be in contact with us in the next couple days to tell us where they'd like to meet okay. uh also brian mason won't be coming deputy board will be in his stead
0: okay um okay fine um so has their communications team on this year. has the has the has their communication teams told us uh told us and is it public information as to why they're gonna be here?
14: Yeah, yeah. It's for the uh British announcement. So and the announcement itself is actually gonna be public. Um like they want us to invite members of the public, it's an open event. Like okay. the announcement
4: that we're getting? <laughs> with the that they're going to fund it. <laughs> that they're going to fund it? Yes. Oh, well, that's good. Yes. Shocking. Yes.
14: <laughs> it's a reassuring announcement for anybody who wants to see the second bridge bill, but it's basically, I think, mostly that the feds realized they lost the opportunity for some public relations points when the province sort of jumped ahead and approved the project without, you know, asking them for money. So now's a chance for both sides to come in and put their face to the project before they actually uh, put shovels in the ground. They've also offered an opportunity for you to speak, if you'd like. Okay.
0: Yeah. So on? I think. So that uh, will be an opportunity for you to
2: write up a speech. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should invite our regional <coughs> municipalities who uh, have offered support at various meetings about this bridge. So
14: And should we use the bridge as an opportunity to be asking for money from the rec center? From the government, yes. Who who are you going to ask? The people that are coming? Debbie Jabore? The mayor won't do it, I will. Okay. My recommendation would be if we can say something publicly while they're there, that's always agreed. It it puts a lot of pressure on them. I've never voted liberal in my
0: life, I've got nothing to lose. Well, they listen to this podcast, we certainly won't (laughs) do (laughs) it. I almost guarantee you that. I think I think the reason why uh, the federal liberals are in town is because those Action Plan Canada signs are still up all over the place, and those are uh, Stephen Harper's signs. Yeah, what's okay? So uh, what? How are we? So so I still don't know where we're gonna meet. Are we meeting here? Are we meeting at the? front end of the bridge, or are we meeting on the east side of the bridge, or the west side of the bridge? Not not determined. And so how are you going to go about rounding up people so that we're not speaking to an open field?
14: I like these circumstances because the feds in the province will sweep in and they'll do all the work. They don't want us to set it up for them. They they don't. So what about inviting
0: the other surrounding municipalities? We can do that. (laughs) we we've
7: been tasked
14: with inviting whoever we want
0: okay well who do we want besides the municipalities probably want the business community do you yeah radio gets to come the media
2: consider this the invite you probably get a call from that chamber of commerce um what other groups are there like that
14: Business Action Group Rotary.
0: Okay,
14: but if we don't have a location, it's kind of a pointless. I would hold off on any invites until we so can give them like a save the date. date. Yeah, we've got this date probably in the morning. We're expecting a big announcement. There will be big weeks from province and the feds. More details to come. We should know in the next day or so. I spoke with their press secretary for Brian Mason this morning. Um, and she had no details but assured me that somebody would be calling the city to get details
0: and perhaps we can advise the peace river school division because this will be another extra lanes so they could put their buses in and bring them into town yes <laughs> you know, uh chamber of commerce yeah. surrounding municipalities a trucking company
14: maybe a local one or uh.
7: The provincial employees
0: in the provincial building—they need a bit of a where
9: Your yeah. worship, if they're already know it's going to be there, they'll typically send an email saying, "Here, show up."
0: Yeah, I don't know who else is. Well, I guess we could. Could we advertise uh, if we know July seventh? That's coming up pretty quick. It's a Friday. So will there be this Wednesday and next Wednesday, so you could put an ad in the paper if you know details early. Yes. Just say check the website. That's the easiest thing.
2: For inf location or something.
0: Well the senior centers, they weren't very keen on the website. No. Oh you
2: can invite the seniors too.
6: See if any of them come out.
0: Okay. Hey. yeah, we're going to do that or something. Okay. Uh, a motion to enable, uh, council to attend, uh, what are we going to call this?
3: I would put a motion on the fire, your worship to enable council to attend the, uh, the uh, bridge announcement on July 7th and label and also lobby the federal minister for more money for the multiplex. Hey, all in favor.
0: notice of um no any notices of motion, Mr. Town. <coughs> <laughs> there are none, your worship. Uh Mr. Taylor, uh who what do you need sound bites on?
9: Okay, uh, what a reward offer to catch the graffiti bandit. And, okay. And that's the big one. Okay,
0: you can talk to Councilor Needham about that. He is very articulate and bold.
9: <laughs> Understood. And uh, as soon as uh, we have more information on uh, Mr. Sohi's visit, I'd like to have that information as soon as you got it.
5: Okay. And...
9: Uh, also, well, I got some of the uh, the people that were here uh, for the grants there. I already talked to them on the.
0: Are they all happy? Oh yeah.
9: <laughs> happy that they got something, and uh, also I'd like to do uh, a bit of a reminder about uh, why they should not apply for uh, operational grants if they are using it for operational. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want? There were two uh, that were uh, denied because they were planning on using the funds. They requested for operational funding there.
0: Right, so do you want one on that?
9: And, uh, maybe remind them that that's not what it's supposed to be used for. Like, uh, sorry. You want a soundbite on that?
5: Mm-hmm.
9: If it's a downed well, and if not... Yeah,
0: well, let administration send it to them in a the letter.
9: Okay. <laughs> okay. Anything else? Julie, that covered uh, quite a bit there. Oh, okay. <laughs> that bandit one's a really good one. So, so the, we the have one, all the the ones, one. the
2: banded. That banded one's all <laughs> the. The um, uh, July first, Ju- June June thirtieth, uh,
0: Canada Day events. You're well up on them. Yeah, we uh, yeah. So what, what are you doing on the uh, ju- j- for July first events? Do we meet before then? We don't meet before then, do we? No,
13: it's this Friday and Saturday. So there's Friday night. There's entertainment at the park, concert and fireworks, and then Saturday is the regular part uh, museum uh, ceremonies and park activities.
9: Farmers NSC, work. Tons of stuff.
13: Stuff is Thursday, Thursday night is Northern Sunrise County. Yeah. What time are the fireworks? Eleven. Eleven fifty
0: nine. Okay. Fifty nine. And and so this year they're on June the thirtieth. Eleven fifty nine. Yeah. One minute before midnight. Yeah. Okay. So we
13: step into or kick off the July first.
0: Okay.
5: Um.
13: And the difference this year is we're having actual, there'll be some bands and activities down at the park Friday evening. And then Saturday the entertainment for the day is uh, much longer plus there's a free barbecue. IGA Friesen Brothers has co-sponsored with us and able to provide some free goodies. And the times on
14: Saturday again are? Autumn 11:30 is the opening remarks and formal welcome, and it goes until 5 p.m. Noon and that, 3 is when it starts. Yeah, to start hopefully the opening remarks. do going until 5 p.m. No. <laughs> so, 11:30 is the opening remarks. Noon and that's at is the museum. Yes. Right? Noon is at Riverfront Park, and that goes from noon <coughs> to five. divided into two periods. Okay. The other thing is the sod
2: turning for the oh. Red Center tomorrow, 5:30. Yes. yes, correct. Be there
0: that's at 5.30, okay. 5.30.
13: We'll be quick, like half an hour
4: max.
0: Are we advertising that on the website or? No.
4: No. That's at the
0: site. Correct. So it's a discreet, silent.
13: Media invite. Partners invite. BR2, uh, Marshall Lee will be there. And a Baytex representative. And then it'll be fully publicized far and wide through our communications and other media outlets afterwards. Okay. So it's a media event, essentially.
0: And Sunday, go to meeting close, or what?
13: (laughs) (laughs) You're on your own Sunday.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And why is this, what's going to make this Canada Day better than other Canada days? Laser tag. Yeah,
13: laser tag. The additional funds that council provided for such a Broader, you know, that's what events. I'm
0: asking, I'm holding you accountable, what are we getting for these extra
13: bands? Extra
2: bands. bands. Oh,
13: um, the extra event fireworks. is two days instead of one. Uh, <laughs> we have additional entertainment, there's laser tag, free, oh. free barbecue, thank you, free, free barbecue. barbecue. That that was a huge addition this year. Actually. The uh, absolutely.
14: fireworks are bigger than
3: they've yeah. been before. Fireworks is up to 12 grand. Yeah.
2: Is Northern Sunrise helping on that? I yes.
14: Yeah,
2: I think it's 12, I I believe it's 12,
6: 12
13: ish, yeah, and Northern Sunrise County did provide an additional little bit of funding.
0: Okay, so uh, you've got your microphone there, so you're just going to, you just need five minutes to talk to Councillor Nina, right? Okay, so we will recess for five minutes and then we'll come back for a camera.